Hello, this is it, baby. Welcome back to another episode of fucking this thing, Secure Contained Podcast, with me, little Dave behind the and Soren. Yeah, and yeah, a little behind the scenes here. Uh, remember when we said we were finally ahead of <laughs> schedule last time? I think we missed whatever? like two weeks. Three weeks. It's been three weeks since we were. So we missed episode. one episode. No, we didn't miss any because we were ahead. By oh, really? Week I, I, dude, I, I thought yeah. we missed like fucking five. That's, yeah, that's why we're doing this <laughs> on Sunday, the day before, um, because this would have been when the next yeah. one goes up, or the tomorrow or, will be, I think, or we missed, or it's just gonna be off by a week, but no I don't idea. think so. I don't know. Um, Whatever. we are both. We're also both exhausted. very tired. Um, so this is. But they're different fun types of tired. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'm waking up and I will gain more energy. I as we got go. like three or four hours of sleep. It and sleep is in heavy, heavy quotation marks yesterday. So, um. Oh God! I just looked at the episode listing and I didn't realize that for the Cool War, basically every episode had a different numbering format because I couldn't bother to check. When I <laughs> Like, parts one and two have a hyphen, part three says part three, and then it says Cool War 4, Cool War 5, Cool War Finale, and I'm like, oh, yeah. no. Can you not go back and, like, change that? I but can. Are, am I gonna? Is, should no. I? Um, because I also don't know what, it, like, I've edited things in descriptions and stuff in the past. I don't know if it updates on the other things or how long it takes uh-huh. to do that. Oh, my God. Because I could totally see Spotify messing stuff up if you <laughs> yeah. do that. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so today today we're doing the Three Moons Initiative. Uh, we're starting... Yeah, I teased yeah. this a couple weeks ago with a description with the wrong Unicode <laughs> emoji. But it's... I got super... Basically what happened with that was right before we uh, recorded the Tales of the Mr. Collector, mm-hmm. like the night before, I got super into it and read yeah. a bunch of it. And then the day, the next day it was like, I don't know enough about this to organ to like tell us what we should read first, and then I haven't read anything since. So we're just gonna go in the order that it is presented yeah. on the hub. So we we're gonna go through the overview and the structure and personnel, and then the goal is to get through the the top two um, skips on there. Yeah, 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 skips, and then we'll see because those top two are the ones that I had known about before I knew about this. And then we'll just go through the skips in the next few episodes, and then the tales are at the end. And I get—I don't know how long they are, but I'm guessing, that, I'm hoping that it'll only be one episode's worth. But... <laughs> yeah, we fucking said that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, how many episodes are in the Cool Wars? Like six or seven of them? Six. Yeah. Uh, fucking case in point. Okay. Um, yeah, so... What if sometime to, ke- to get ahead we just, like, set a day aside and recorded six episodes I, of, uh, in a row. I, that's just not going to happen. Realistically, I don't, I cannot <laughs> imagine a scenario where that ever fucking happens. Because that implies, that implies that we yeah. have six episodes worth of time, like, free, specifically to do this. God, that's true. And with me, I'm, 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 uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm 18 in, like, two mm-hmm. weeks or something. So... Right when that happens, like, I was going to do it a bit ago, but then I realized things are about to change a lot, so I'm going to get a job, like, do a bunch of job applications mm-hmm. right around then, which means it's going to be worse to Oh, do dude. Yeah, that's part of the reason why it's already so bad anyways, yeah. is because I work all the time, so. Yeah. I'm going to try and ask, like, see if I can get whoever hires me to be like, hey, could you prioritize a consistent schedule, but I also know that's yeah. not 
always going to happen. All right. Well, until that happens, we can just be Nothing exhausted and do this shit. So, um, I, we can always find a time to slot in yeah. one recording, even if we don't. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Um, did you want to go through the overview, or do you want me to start on it? Uh, I think there's a quote or something. At oh, the that top. too. Yeah, you can do that one, and then I'll go through the overview tab. Okay. <coughs> yeah. No, Sorry. you're not forgiven. All right. Suffer. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be dragged to hell after this episode for that. It's my last. Story. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man, what the fuck? Uh, all four of them are gone. No, I'm not allowed to say that word anymore. That went away after straight two. What are you Jesus. talking about? I, I don't know oh, what no. the... Okay, I, I don't... They took away my Who Jesus did? privileges. Who did? I'm, I'm not following this bit. <laughs> this is it's going gonna to be It's going to be awful. Good. Just read the fucking quote. <laughs> I just... Because this is like... Okay. Just, again, this hub... Like, when I got super into it, it was late. Like, this was the thing that I... um was about to go to bed at midnight and then i started reading it and mm-hmm. then it was 2 a.m and i could not process words yeah so like that's what we're dealing with um it's cool so the top quote we're not asking you to believe this story indeed skepticism is a sign of a healthy mind all of us were like you once with all our biases in science and religion slash lack thereof you may keep your preconceived notions for now all we ask is that you remember what you have read here and when your time comes, when you close your eyes in this world and open them to three moons in a sky of green, you will remember who your guardian angels are and join us. You are watched. You are protected. You are loved. And then three crescent moon emojis. First quarter moons, specifically. Excerpt from a three moon initiative recruitment tract collected in Baltimore, Maryland. So the overview tab uh, on the hub. Um, at the top, it has a group of interests, the three moons initiative, um, couple, and then those th- three crescent moons. Um, initiative. It's interchangeable. Uh, there's to the right. There's a flag. It's the flag of the, the three moon initiative. Um, I think I can describe this perfectly. Okay. Hold on. So it is on. There's a white stripe in the middle with three uh, stylized crescent moons in yellow. Oh. On the top and bottom, there are inverted mirror bits of each They're other. They're like spider webs. That are. They're like spiderwebs. They look like the background of the UN logo removing the world map in, uh, like, a sort of... What's the word? I'm trying to think of the exact color that I had in my mind. Aqua? Aquamarine yeah. and black. And then uh, those two colors, but, like, swapped which one's the background. Yeah. Not I think it's I think it's interesting that you can you called those moons yellow, because I saw them a little bit more orangish. They're like an orange-yellow, um, yeah. That would be a better way to describe them because they're certainly not yellow. <laughs> yeah. So it's group of interest number four zero one nine, aka three moons, children of Jalakara. I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of all this stuff. Uh, Dirac now, which is footnote two, rare pejorative, context unknown. The um, little three emoji uh, thing initiative. There's, There's two, two emojis. emoji initiative. Uh, until the third harvesting the footnote, war. Until the third harvesting war. And then Lunar war. Dawn Initiative, footnote four. Original name changed after the second harvesting war. Uh, I hope that I properly synchronize the episodes because we said that at the same time, and if I don't, it's yeah, going to sound dumb. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Area of Operations, uh, Corbinic Earth Fictional Narratives, uh, footnote five, via uh, which says via SCP-3922. 
that might be a mistake. That might be no three nine two two. I remember which one that is. Okay, actually, uh, if we do get to a third one, I want to okay, do that one. one instead of going in order because that one's uh, the other All one. Right. That I recognize. Uh, threat level is orange. Description: The Three Moons Initiative is an extra-dimensional human organization based in SCP two nine two two C, an afterlife also known as Corbenic. The initiative was founded approximately 14,000 years ago for the purpose of establishing organized human colonization and an afterlife. Through the initiative, the sins of the deceased are put through a rigorous judging process and punished and rewarded by a two-thirds majority vote of the Perditian community. Uh, Excuse me. Through the the Humanity Defense Corps, their military branch... Uh, they act as a multidimensional security force for the protection of the human race. As such, they monitor Earth. Footnote 6 uh, says, Our planet is known as the multi, the multi, the multiversal in iteration 2N of Earth. It is unclear how many parallel worlds fall under initiative uh, jurisdiction. And carry out covert military intervention for its defense, often regardless of nuance or long-term consequences. Organic matter is incapable of, leading, of leaving Corbenic. As such, the majority of objects associated with the Three Moons Initiative are drones and other machines remote-controlled from Corbenic. These objects gain access to our world through a dimensional aperture in the dark side of the moon. While initiative personnel believe that they're operating in humankind's best interests, military overreach, poor communication, issues with an internal bureaucracy, and other factors, combined with their disproportionately high military strength to our own, have made them a potential uh, liability to public safety in our dimension. An uneasy, pa- an uneasy peace is kept between the Three Moons Initiative and the SCP Foundation via the Treaty of Cagnazzo. Breach of the treaty is to be treated as a potential uh, XK-class end-of-the-world scenario. Oh, Jesus. So, if yeah. something goes wrong, they're getting fucked up. I mean, up. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, because I think, I think that I, I'm going to take a stab at guessing why that it's that bad, and that's that um, the treaty was made when they discovered the SCP Foundation. And I remember there's something later that we can get to also that they have a lot of info about mm-hmm. the Foundation for a specific reason. But um, it's like... If their interest is protecting things, they would rather the skips be destroyed at all costs. Except they also probably don't have the knowledge that some of them can't be destroyed as easily mm-hmm. as uh, it seems. So what they would likely try and do is destroy the foundation and the skips inside, but then they would be more yeah. breach. And uh, also just the foundation's probably like, as part of the treaty, you have to do your stuff secretly rather than yeah. in the open. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, cool. Um, next one is the structure and personnel. We can just, just alternate off on these little sections if you want to start with this top one. I, yeah, I just glanced at a um, footnote, and that's funny. Number seven. I'll get that later. Okay. Jalakara of the Impenetrable. Also known as the Archdrudgeon, the Great Weaver, the Seventh Prince of Corbenic, and the Holy Sponsor, previously documented at SCP PC 005. Yalakara is a powerful reality bending entity native to Corbenic and based out of, quote, the Impenetrable, a web fortress thousands of light years above the sky of Corbenic. Illustrations depict Yalakara as a giant spider with a human face and a beard. Prior to contact with the initiative, Yalakara was worshipped by various tribes of the Corbenic as the god of silence, labor, modesty, obedience, and bureaucracy. The initiative regards Yalakara as its patron deity. It supplies energy and resources to the initiative in exchange for worship, service, and having the final word in all in administrative That's matters. That's servitude, but also that. Um, what I didn't said know service. what that <laughs> I mean, That's it, it kind of works, but enough. still. Um, the central cabal. Uh, also, we're pronouncing it Yalakara. 
All right. I think that's just what we're going to go with. I, I I'm just going to stick with that one. Um, intentionally. <laughs> okay. I was going to try and do a bunch of different ones, but I couldn't think of them in time. <laughs> Fucking jack-o'-lantern. So I just went back and forth. <laughs> uh, this, uh, I was going to try and like, do legitimate pronunciations yeah. that could work, because there's an accent there that I don't think Jalakara. is an actual one. Um, so yes, the Central Cabal. 13 human monks dedicated to the jack-o'-lantern and, and granted a share in its reality-bending powers. They act as Jacob's advisors in all interactions. I, I, I'm not going to do this bit because I, you're just not going to know what I'm fucking talking about. 13 human monks dedicated the, to the Yalakara and granted a share in its reality-bending powers. They act as Yalakara's advisors in all interactions with humanity. Former Foundation research, uh, researcher Dr. Janet Spiegel is the only member whose name has been identified. Okay, uh, next one. Eternal, footnote. The Eternal is purely honorific. An election is scheduled for September of, 13, of 3960. <laughs> Eternal President Gerard Sebastian Yang. Founder of the initiative, commander-in-chief of its army, and dictator of the colonies. Other than the central cabal, President Yang is the only member of the initiative allowed to directly address Yalakara. Gerard Yang was born in Dakar, Senegal, in an alternate timeline of Earth. Having graduated from the University of Chicago with a PhD in particle physics, he joined the timeline's equivalent of the SCP Foundation, eventually becoming the site director of Foundation Base 19. Footnote, Site 19 in our timeline. That's the, um, I think that's the one that people do, like, that's the big one, that people, like, if you can't think of one, yeah. they put it there. Um, that's also that's also the one that, because of that containment breach, went everything's there that we decided to put there for mm-hmm. our video game. And led to so many people. <laughs> yeah. Containment Breach is so good, but also there's so many people who just do not understand that it's not the source of these things at, or that um, there's it, more. Yeah, that, yeah Containment Breach didn't come first. Though I think that's kind of honestly stopped because I think um, it became it became not super popular. It became like its own yeah. little thing. And then SCP Unity, but unfortunately I think that stopped development yeah. because real life <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, okay, to avert an XK class end of the world scenario, Niang broke protocol to use an experimental planetary relocation device. There's a tail there. I'm gonna check if it's on the Radical list. Acceptance. It is. Yeah, so I'm we'll not get to that later. Even glance at it. Teleporting the Earth to the extra-dimensional realm of Corbenic. In the ensuing invasion from SCP PC-03 Strider entities, Niang led the remnants of the Foundation, the central government, and other armed factions to successfully repel the invasion over a period of 20 years, the first harvesting war. In doing so, not only did Niang become a hero to the remaining humans, but also won the favor of a local deity, Yalakara, a bitter enemy of the Striders. The resulting partnership between the humans and Yalakara led to the creation of the Lunar Dawn Initiative. As president, Niang remains a controversial figure among the colonists, with many local media outlets accusing him of abusing his power for personal gain. To assuage the public fears of authoritarianism, President Niang undergoes volunteer annual humbling sessions. The con- content of the humbling process is top secret, but they are carried out by Yalakara and are said to involve excruciating physical and psychological torture designed to shatter the ego and enforce commute- complete humility. After humblings were formally put into practice, many other media outlets have accused President Niang of inaptitude and indecisiveness. Uh, the next is... <laughs> yeah. Too far. Uh, the next one is General Janet Spiegel. Former Foundation researcher, through her death, first contact between Corbenic and the living world could be established. She defected from the Foundation due to conflicts regarding her husband, Herman Spiegel, and joined the Initiative. She served in the Central Cabal for five years until Yalakara found her talents more suited to the Humanity Defense Corps, where she successfully repressed the plot to overthrow the government of Korbenik's Sakhalovai uh, Prefecture. Th- uh, though the death, which is... Death is linked to a tale that's... 
was called Now Watch and Learn, Here's the Deal. Uh, and a subsequent capture. Capture is linked to I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, another tale, looks like. Um, so, yeah, through the death, though the death and subsequent capture of Dr. Isaiah Henderson has uh, quelled some of her resentment, she remains one of the most prominent voices in the initiative government uh, for military action against the Foundation. I presume that both of those tales are linked in that list. Uh, one of them is, what was the death uh, one title? The death, that is, uh, now watch and learn, here's the deal. That one is, okay. let me just glance at it real quick to see if it's tagged. Uh, oh no, this one, okay, this one was, um, uh, I think this might just be the author writing a link to one of their tales because I don't see it related to. That's okay. It's Janet Spiegel either. It's it's uh it's pretty short. It's just um it was written for one seven three fest. And uh It seems to have something to do with his death. It's oh he's um Yeah, no, there is he was exposed to a info hazard that would kill him uh or like delete mm -hmm. his mind uh further down the line, but instead of this he requested to be killed by 173. Oh, okay. And then... <laughs> you okay? Okay, so what happened at the end of this tale is he took a box of banana peels and dumped them around the statue, uh, blinked, and the statue was on the other side of the room on the floor. Uh, and then he blinked again, and he was... he um, Unlike normal, he was bitch-slapped 27 <laughs> times instead of getting his neck snapped. Why? Because he put the bananas on the floor? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? That's that's really funny, actually. Alright, I think... Did you want me to read the last one? Or do you want to? Uh, oh, I can. Sorry, I'm arguing about, uh, Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? About what? Uh, someone is saying that a fictional character prefers sheets to Wawa, and I'm saying I'm going to fight this fictional character. As you character. should. Colonel James Henson, the director of the Initiative Psychotronics Division, he was born on Iteration 2L of Earth, as the parallel world counterpart to his more pacifist or Iteration from 2N. Col Colonel... Colonel... <laughs> I used to think that... I didn't realize those were the same yeah, word I, I when I was a kid, did. so I used to like, mix them up. Yeah. And I still just sometimes... Yeah, if I'm tired. I know, I did the same thing. Because uh, if, I, if I see the abbreviation, yeah. it's the worst. Colonel Henderson decided most of the initiative drones, including the Limulid series, which I'll click, is a SCP. That's the one that we're going to... That's the first one in the list, which I think was probably the first one that was written for this thing. Having suffered severe psychological trauma from a Strider attack, he has a sadistic attitude towards enemies of the initiative and has been known to break protocol to cause as much damage as possible. Cool. So these are some people that are doing some things. I'm not going to lie, I, I have retained none of this information. <laughs> okay, uh, so the first one that we're doing um, is uh, skip 2578. Um, I can start off with the top of it. Uh, item is 2578, object class is Keter. Um, the special containment procedures, uh, global email networks are to be monitored by the Foundation for indicators of SCP-2578-A. If the counter on a confirmed instance of Dash A reaches 24, a response team from MTF IOTA 10 uh, Damn Feds, which is a link to um, 
looks like uh, one of the, just that task force specifically. Um, is to be dispatched to the location of the corresponding instance of Dash B in no more than 10 hours. Uh, over the last two hours, the team will monitor the situation and await further instructions. In addition, the response team will escort one D-Class Foundation employee scheduled for termination, the scapegoat, for the purposes of Contingency 12-Azazo, uh, along with uh, ampules of low-grade hypnestics. In the case of an in-progress impaler event, the response team is to carry out Contingency 12 Dash Azazel as soon as possible. Contingency 12 Dash Azazel is uh, through the use of hypnestics, the response team will implant the scapegoat with artificial memories of assassinating Dash B. Um, the scapegoat will be handed over to law enforcement authorities of Dash B's government. In the case of an aborted impaler event, the instance of Dash B is to be detained and released after amnestic therapy due to the potential for civilians to communicate which da with Dash D, instances of Dash C are to be uh, excised from global servers upon uh, detection. Um, there is a little plus sign that says 4 slash 2578 clearance required. If you click on that, it says encryption key accepted. Uh, and then under that, it says at this time, due to its location of destructive potential, containment efforts of 2578-D uh, will focus on non-intervention and repeated attempts to negotiate. There's also a uh, little graphic at the top right. Um, it says an instance of 2578-A taken from the email account of Redacted. Um, it looks like an email uh, and where the, the person's name would be. It's the three crescent moons. Um, and then it says uh, on the subject line, it's SIC Semper Tyrannus and then uh, minus 41.9484 degrees, which I would assume is some sort of coordinate. Uh, what are you looking at? Uh, I zoned out That's okay. You're moment. doing the description now. Uh, oh, what's, I was thinking of the coordinate. Oh, at that, um, the picture at the top right of the page of 2578. The yeah, image? Uh, and the subject line. Oh, yeah, probably. It, it seems to be some sort of coordinate. I don't know what that, I don't know what coordinate it is, but it appears to be that. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. Did you get the... So you wrote the, the first, like, menu. Oh, description. No, wait. I missed it. That's where the description happened. <laughs> That's where you're um, starting. Okay. SCP-2578 is a collective designation for a series of phenomena related to the deaths of at least one, two more digits redacted uh, human subjects since 1995. Prior to death, all victims referred to as individual instances of Dash B share the following political interest. Share the following characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> Dash B was a political figure or was due to hold office at a future date. Dash B intended to engage in all the following political activities at a future gate, date and had the adequate military, financial, and political resources to do so. Ethnic Ooh. cleansing, the establishment, continuation, or reinstatement of government-sponsored slavery and or child labor, the violent suppression of peaceful protest and or dissent, war crimes against foreign powers, the establishment of absolute control of the national press, media, and religion. B was relatively opposed to these views and its con by its constituents, and dissent or rebellion was curbed in such a way that had the subject not died, all its plans could have been successfully implemented. 72 hours prior to its death, the instance will receive a message, uh, dash A, on its primary personal email client. The sender will only be identified by a set, set symbol, three crescents, shared with all instances of dash A. Content of dash A is uh, consistent throughout the languages. Six Semper Tyrannus, uh, footnote two, Latin, thus always to tyrants. State motto of Virginia, also notable for its use in assassination of Abraham Lincoln. It's still just even the real life context of that yeah. is bonkers. <laughs> Having thus always to tyrants, 
being associated with the assassination yeah, of Abraham right? Lincoln, and is still the state motto. <laughs> of Virginia. Also, Virginia, like that's not yeah. one I would expect to have its state motto be thus always yeah. to tyrants. But you know, here we are. Rules, though. We're keeping that part when. You, whatever. Dude, um, you fucking not, edit this. <laughs> like, I do. I'm not. Well, I the don't. Edit well, is a loose term. You're the one that puts the audio files together. Yeah. I am the one that uh, processes it so that hopefully it automatically sorts out my keyboard when I'm typing and doesn't have to mm-hmm. manually do that. Uh, six separate tyrannous subjects, latitude and longitude. A number, which is 144 in the first message. I never miss my mark. Abdicate and you will live. This part of the message is then repeated in Spanish, French, German, Russian, Ukrainian, Arabic, Farsi, Mandarin, Chinese, Japanese, and Tagalog. No, my bad. After 30 minutes, the message will be resent, but the value of the second number will de- will decrease by one. Once the number reaches zero, an impaler event will occur 72 hours after the initial dash A. Corresponding dash B can stop the count in a variety of ways, including resignation to their post, rescinding of any pending orders that correspond with the aforementioned political activities, surrender to a war crimes tribunal and or resistant movement, and or suicide. Impaler events are characterized by the sudden appearance of a borehole in the targeted instance of dash B, which usually begins at the top of the head and begins the groin, though alternative locations such as with B429 have been noted. Though these instances bear evidence of a high-powered gunshot, no bullets have ever been recovered from these events. These holes will appear even when the instance is on an airplane, underground, or in a building, with no damage to the surrounding area. Dash C refers to a set of emails sent to various politicians, civilians, and other human subjects after a successful or aborted impaler event. The content varies and can be personalized, but will usually include a declaration of victory and or words of encouragement, such as this message sent to a synagogue scheduled to be bombed after the election of B249. Uh, Three Crescent Civil is victorious. Ion Lupeshi successfully terminated 5-12-2009. Payment due for services rendered. Abandon your fear of tyranny. Um, hmm. Know that Three Crescent Symbol will always watch over you. Three Crescent Symbol will always protect you. Three Crescent Symbol will always love you. This part of the message is present in all versions. And then that is repeated in all the same languages as before. Uh, Another clearance of level 4 is required. Uh, Dash D is a metallic spacecraft approximately 3 meters in length. It has been identified as the source of all impaler events and uh, Dash A and Dash C transmissions. Whether Dash D is a manned or unmanned spacecraft is unknown at this time. The origin is unknown, but its design is noted to have been similar to that of a horseshoe (laughs) crab. It is believed to be an aesthetic design choice rather than to serve a definitive purpose. Various painted decals of the triple crescent symbol associated with A and C have been identified on its sides from satellite photography. The tail can be positioned from three points of articulation. The tip of the tail... Uh, contains what appears to be a projectile weapon system used to carry out impaler events. The mechanism behind that weapon is not currently understood. In addition to this weapon, it also contains an unknown amount of surface-mounted energy production devices. See Incident uh, 2578-1427 for more information. Location varies as it needs to carry out its objectives and avoid detection, but it will rarely descend lower than 4,000 kilometers above the Earth's surface. The propulsion mechanism is unknown. And there's an addendum with some I, of I the examples. Um, uh, so... Okay, yeah. um... Yes, the the addendum uh, first designation is two five seven eight dash B dash zero one three name title. Uh, it's Radovan Karadzic, president of the Republika Spritska. Um, impaler event occurred four nineteen nineteen ninety six. Notes note from Doctor Nysmith as of seven twenty one two thousand eight. The current procedures are to take precedent over all former containment procedures. I'm sorry, framing D class for killing politicians isn't pretty, but our alternate alternative medicine guru cover up after two five seven eight caused the quote unquote disappearance of Karadzic, which wasn't just unethical, it was silly. Uh two five seven eight dash B dash three two six. 
Mohammed bin Salman, Deputy Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Uh, it was aborted for a detailed list of the 230 aborted impaler events so far in Saudi Arabia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please refer to document 2578-K. And then uh, 2578-B-429, uh, Iowan Lupescu, president-elect of Romania, occurred 5-12-2009. The borehole was discovered through Mr. Lupescu's chest. Uh, eyewitness accounts claim that approximately five minutes before the impaler event, Mr. Lupescu grew increasingly agitated for unknown reasons and insisted on letting his uh, four-year-old daughter ride on his shoulders. Uh, then there is a thing underneath that. This is 5-2578 clearance required. Click on that. Uh, it'll accept it. Um, incident, uh, there are a couple of different incidents on here. First one is 2578-1427. On 4-19-2016, uh, after the aborted impaler event of 2578-B-832, the Foundation used the computer terminals that received several instances of 2578-C in China to triangulate the origin of the messages, leading to the discovery of dash D. Email contact was established with Dash D by the Foundation shortly thereafter, requesting information about its origins. In return, Dash D sent the following. Very interesting. With regrets, I must ignore these irrelevant questions completely and thank you immensely for the indirect access to your database, which is very informative about the impasse I have reached in North Korea. For a while, it felt as if I was talking to a wall in the back and forth with Kim Jong-un, but a bronze stell is close enough. A bronze stell... Uh, is a link to SCP-1427. Um, it seems a more direct approach is needed for liberation. With love, Triple Crescent Symbol. Two hours after the, after the above message was received by O5 Command, 1427 was declared neutralized. <laughs> uh, research into use of 2578 as a means of neutralizing difficult-to-contain SCP objects. That is a link to... Experimental log uh, T-98816-OC108-682. Or SCP Objects of Political Origin, which is a link to SCP-1679, is pending O5 approval. Do you want to alternate on these incidents? Or I guess this is, there's just one more. So do you want to do this one? Uh, yeah. Containment staff of 14... Right, that's the right one, yeah. Us. Containment staff terminated into a simultaneous impaler event without warning. Emails of apologies sent to the containment staff's uh, families from... This is the timeline D. of 1427. Yeah, 17, 15... Oh, yeah, 15. Then 14 minutes later, uh, D sighted in the stratosphere over Pyongyang, descending rapidly from high Earth orbit. Thirty uh, Two minutes later, infiltrates the containment area of 1427, which I remember it's, like, um, it's neutralized mm -hmm. as part of the thing. Uh, I, for I just searched the number 1427. SCP, it's oh, it's a huge big building that a is. A huge big building. I I gotta remember. I gotta be specific about it. It um, Germany and Italy attempted to art to activate it. The USSR intentionally activated it. Um, and then the, the North Korea had been using it. It. Uh, let me just test. Suggestibility, short-term memory loss. It's a helpful thing for brainwashing people. Oh, quite lovely. Um, uh, it sustained heavy damage and snapped. In, uh, it begins direct bombardment with projected energy weapons at the end of its tendrils. Uh, a minute later, sustains heavy damage and snaps in two. Uh, Dash D begins to retreat, apparently leaving the steel for neutralized. Uh, two minutes later, apparent defense mechanism begins to exhibit higher than usual output of electromagnetic energy, causing irreversible psychological damage to all those who were previously under its control. That's the mm -hmm. 1427. Uh, Dash D returns, latches onto both halves, and rapidly ascends into high Earth orbit. 
uh, and then like 20 minutes later, the two halves are seen by a Foundation satellite drifting in the direction of the sun. And then at tw- uh, 2012, eight. which is like two, uh, two yeah. hours later. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> um, receives the following. Yeah, 1753. It's about 18. Yeah, yeah, about two hours later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I just am bad at math. Two, two hours, 20 or something. Uh, three crescent symbol is victorious. Regrettably, I cannot stop the steal from delivering its cowardly parting shot towards its slaves. Even so, their current plight is better than life as it had only been a day prior. I thank you for your assistance. Also, I have sustained heavy external damage from expending this much energy in a short period of time. So if any tyrants come up while I'm in auto repair for the next week, I'm afraid I'll have to wait a bit longer. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta work with the schedule sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you know. So that's that's pretty interesting. Um, so I was right with the coordinates earlier. Uh... At the top of the page, which especially makes sense as well, because that's, like, how the fucking laser thing works. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next one was uh, SCP-2922. Um, item number is 2922. Object class is Euclid. Uh, special containment procedures. 2922-A is to remain at Area 2922. At least one pr- uh, Project Corbenic staff member must be ready to answer transfer calls from 2922-A 24 hours a day. 2922-B's uh, research of 2922-C is to continue as a Delta-level priority to the Foundation. Details of the SCP-2922 memetic implantation procedure are restricted to, pro- to Project Corbenic internal operations staff only. Selection for a for a uh, 2922 implant to the candidate to take place of 2922-B is underway. Do you want to read this, this description? Uh, yeah. And then after this, I'm going to play it. <laughs> okay. Alright. 2922 is a method of communication from a human mind to a telephone. Once a human is implanted, they will be able to make phone calls to a pre-established phone number at any time. The method by which the phone receives these calls is not entirely understood, as it does not involve standard telecommunication signals. Uh, it was initially developed by Blank Corporation, initially as a novelty smartphone app. The project was then promptly discontinued when it was discovered that actual telepathy, not the natural electricity of the brain, were involved, and its prototype was never re- released. Despite its nature as an app, a random line could be a des- designated as the destination number as well. Dash A is a uh, redacted brand telephone of a model community seen in office building environments. Commonly seen, not community. Uh, its number is redacted, which is a destination number for Dash B. Dash B is a Foundation scientist, Dr. Janet Spiegel, who volunteered to be implanted with it. Dash C is Dash B's current location as of 112514, believed to be an extra-dimensional realm. Addendum 1, Project Corbenic. Do you want to I can do this version? one, yeah. Because there's a couple we can all Yeah, so uh, Addendum 1, Project Corbenic. On 112514, two months into the implant, 2922-B was killed in a car accident. Two hours later, a call was received on Dash A. Doctor Redacted. Sir, you have the wrong Dash B. Oh, thank God, you picked up. Redacted? It's Janet. We're not in the mood for prank calls. Doctor Janet Spiegel, Foundation email, jspiegel01, password, redacted, social security number, redacted, redacted, redacted. Not kidding. Am I dead? Hold on, I'm going to have to verify those credentials. Verified. We uh, just got the call. Police said your car got T-boned by a drunk and you were dead on arrival. But if you're reaching this phone, you can't be dead. Car crash? Eh, at least that makes sense. Last thing I remember was trying to drive through some rain. Now I'm naked in the middle of a desert with... Dash B hesitates. Janet? Come in, Janet. Sorry, just, I'm, I'm actually truly dead. And whatever place this is, I'm not leaving ever. I need a while to adjust. I'll, be, I'll uh, update you on my condition soon, I promise. But I need a moment to take it in. 
morning myself, if that makes any sense. All right, just stay calm. Get back to us when you can. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. I'll need it. Dashby hangs up. Attempts to trace the call yielded nothing. Didn't one project Corbanic. Uh, I think that's the next one. Is it? Yeah. That's like the next little section, so you can read that. Yeah. Sorry, you need their daily ASMR. Um, <laughs> is it ASMR if there's... It's, <laughs> I don't think it's considered ASMR if it's if just the, pure silence. If it gets auto-edited yeah. out or really badly <laughs> auto-edited out. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even hear anything on my end, That's so... Fine. Oh, so Discord cut it off, so hopefully my thing does too. Actually, hold on. Actually, I just realized I can probably use the Discord... Oh, it automatically detects sensitivity. Never mind. Uh, whatever. Addendum 1, Project Corbenic. By the command of the O5 Council, Project Corbenic was started to use uh, 2922B to explore and ascertain the true nature of 2922-C, which is Corbenic, the thing that we talked about earlier. Project Corbenic interview vlog, PCO2, Doctor Redacted. What does the sky look like? Dark, very dark, sea green sky, black clouds, no stars. Doesn't look like it's nighttime. I don't even know if this place has daytime and nighttime. There's a couple moons, I guess. Three white ones. Is there a sun? No, it's just these moons for now. Temperature? Cold. I'd say about 10 degrees Celsius, but there's no wind, so that's nice, I guess. Any other life forms? Negative. No animals, no people, no wind, no sound. Dead silence. The sound of my breath is kind of loud. You can breathe? Yeah, still got my body, or at least a duplicate. How do you feel? Emotionally or physically? The former feels pretty, still pretty awful, to be honest. The latter? I'm not in any pain. I'm not hungry. Don't feel like I need to do anything. I... Listen. Can I speak to my husband? I'll have to take that up with O5. Okay, really press it for you if you can. I miss him so much already. Noted. I'll bet he does too. How about this? I'm going to walk a straight line in one direction for a very long time. As soon as I see something other than sand, I'll contact you again. Sounds good. We'll be here whenever you got something. B hangs up. Okay, so the next one is PC-03. You there? Janet, uh, what do you have for us? Some real freaky shit. We're just getting to the base of some mountains. How long since it's, how, how long is it, has it been since I last called? Five days. And I'm not tired or hungry either. That's weird. Anyway, I found another life form, I think. Human? Bipedal, mammalian. That's where the human similarities end. Bigger than the surrounding mountains. Wild guess is about 2,000 meters high. Slow-moving primate of some kind. They came out of the mountains after I heard some sound like a long, slow drumbeat. It's footsteps. Matted black fur all over. Only different colors where it's two glowing white eyes like searchlights. I don't think it had a mouth. Anyway, I think I got some kind of information, confirmation that this is an afterlife, if not the afterlife. It stepped on me. It attacked you? More out of curiosity, I think. I just wanted to see how much force my body could stand from its foot. It wasn't angry. Hell, I'd say it was even polite about smashing me in its own stupid little way. You were crushed flat, and you're still talking to us. Every wound regenerates here. Hurt like hell for about two minutes, but my skin and bones just put itself back together in just a few seconds. And where is this primate? It went off into the desert, and it's just as lost as I am. I'm seeing some fire in a small valley. It appears man-made from campfires. People. I see people. How many? Hundreds. Looking in this valley, they're all sort of just huddled up. All of them naked as I am. Some of them buried waist up in the ground. Where the hell would they do that? Do they appear to be suffering? No, I think they buried themselves. Like, maybe they're at peace with their condition and just want a place to relax. Dashby hesitates. That'll be me soon, won't it? Stay calm. Look, I've given you insights to something you couldn't possibly imagine seeing in your time at the Foundation. 
I only ask in return that you let me talk to my husband. I checked with O5. The only people you are authorized to speak with are Project Corbona personnel. Then hire him. He has an art history degree. I doubt he'd be able to last long in a scientific environment for reasons other than to contact you. Fuck it. Dash B hangs up. Alright. Next is 04. Alright. Uh, let me make sure. I. The numbers. Why is it 02? God damn it. Um. Good news. Yes. A wagon came to the human camp, driven by a guy in a white robe and a skeletal horse. It says we're being taken to the Elysian Fields. Paradise, basically. Interesting. You don't sound too happy about it. Yeah, sure. Dash B hangs up. Addendum 2. After PCO 4 no further transmissions have been received for seven months. Multiple attempts were made to contact through a phone call. All had failed. Project Corbinic was put on hiatus until a voicemail was recovered from Dash A. PCO 5. Voicemail recording begins. Dash B. This is Janet. You've been following your efforts to drag me down. It helps when you've won the favor of the seventh data expunged. All it took was for me to tell you of a field of reeds where everyone's happy forever and you wanted more. Why? So that you could all have an excuse to die? So you can skip the training and jump right into the mission blind? Cowards. Look, everything was true right up until the Grim Reaper came in a wagon. Even the giant monkey was a f wasn't a fabrication. After that, the truth is much more complicated, and there's a very easy way for me to tell you what actually happens after you die. I want to talk to my husband. If your fear and hatred of civilians trumps your thirst for knowledge and you decide not to follow through, I'll know. And then you'll never know. Dr. Janet Spiegel, advisor to Data Expunged, The Impenetrable, signing off. Recording ends. Um, then uh, PC06, there is 5 slash 2922 access required. Did you want to read this one? Uh, yeah, level 5 access, mm -hmm. I guess. On 6-14-2015, MTF Psy-8, the silencers, raided the home of Herman Spiegel, widower to Dr. Janet Spiegel, after detecting a voicemail from an anomalous source similar to the one received by Dash A. Upon discovery, Mr. Spiegel threw the phone in a wall in an attempt to destroy it and was shot. The phone was unharmed and the voicemail was uncovered. Voicemail recording begins. Herm, it's me. I know you might have doubts, but you are standing in your silk, silly silk PJs looking at your phone like you've just gone crazy. It's 3.45am where you are. This is Janet, and I'm contacting you from beyond the grave. You're not crazy. Now listen carefully, because it was hard enough to send us to a phone that wasn't Dash A and Data Expunged, and, and, Data Expunged, the impenetrable can only work so much magic. He's friendlier than he sounds, trust me, we're on a first name basis. That's not important. Some guys from our Foundation Task Force are headed to our house. They'll be there in less than ten minutes. I can see this, I have some help. This is MTF Psy-8 that's after you. Really Black Ops Foundation stuff. They have a policy of not taking prisoners. You're about to die. Look, I know you're very scared right now. I wish I could be there. Your dead wife is telling you you're about to die, and I know that scares you, especially since you're an atheist. <laughs> But I assure you, there is an afterlife. There are millions of afterlives. There are as many different ones as there are different types of people. I'm in one of the preferable ones, and if you can be here with me if you follow my path. There isn't much I can say about your journey without compromising the whole thing, but you've been preparing for this journey your whole life. You've been given instructions along the way, but you didn't know they were at the time. Now back to your most important memories. This is not hell or heaven or purgatory. This is the final exam. There are just a few things to remember. One, never give up. I know you can reach me. You're the strongest and bravest guy I know. Two, follow the moon on the left. Get to the Valley of the Striders, ask the tree-faced tree where the spy went. It'll make sense when you get there. Three, do not do anything that'll make anyone angry. If Strider wants to kill you, let it. You'll regenerate. It's harmless. I think that's their way of saying hello. Happened to me. Things can't die here, but there's something worse. Whatever you do, do not, not get sent back by the Striders or the 8 data expunged. Can't say what that is without making it happen to you, but you don't want it. Four, most importantly... Shit. 
They're at your door. Remember what I told you. Delete this voicemail, smash this phone to pieces, they must never know. I've got to expunge the impenetrable on my side, and he'll do what he can to help you along the way. For the record, he believes in you too, and that's high praise considering that it comes from a being of his power. I'll be watching. Win or lose, I love you forever. And then following PCO6, Operation Galahad is still in effect, and we'll get to that later. That's one of the quote-unquote tail links, but what it is is it's um, essentially them sending, it's an MTF force being sent into Corbenic through stuff while still while not dying so they can be woken up and taken okay. back out interesting and there's a lot of it's like it's it's where they put the world building for what corbenic itself yeah. actually is so i think we have time to do uh okay, one other one do you, you wanted to do 3922 correct uh I, i'm pretty sure that was the other one that one might be good to yeah it's got a long like extended test log of just people going fun so we can do it and then for however long we want to we can do some Whoa. Uh, of the bonus ones because the extended log it, it's, it's one of those things like the 914 test logs where you can just write something in it oh my fucking funny. god yeah i would uh so we'll just so we'll read the we can read the article and then just go through there and like pick mm-hmm. a couple of them all right word because it's funny uh do you want to start with this one Uh, wait, hold on. Twitter account. What's um SC Podcast Show? I think SC Podcast Twitter dot com. I'm probably signed into. I'm, I'm on. Signed I'm signed into it on my phone. Why is Seductive Sunday trending? Oh Jesus! SNL was trending on both Twitter and Tumblr yesterday. Like, what did they? Do? I don't fucking know. Like a specific, a specific. Uh, Skid, I'm not apparently. sure. I was watching a video earlier about the queerness uh, represented in Batman and the Joker, and uh, they were talking about an SNL skit called the Ambiguously Gay Duo. <laughs> um, the Twitter is at yeah. SC Podcast Show. That's the Twitter. Our Discord. That's the Twitter. Follow it. Share it with people. Uh, it's not used very often. I even forget to. I mostly forget to schedule tweets yeah. of like when things are going mm-hmm. up. I. I'm not even but in our Discord good. server anymore because I had to make a new account. But it's barely active. <laughs> but we um, have one. I honestly the most active thing that happened was someone going in and going, "Wow, I'm, it's a shame that the show is over." Oh, dude, seriously? Like yeah, and I was like, hey, we've been <laughs> putting them out for the past like year Damn. again. That's kind of funny. Ugh. I think it was because it was bi-weekly and they were like, oh, there hasn't been one last week. Yeah. Yes, they're gone. That's really funny. Or something like that. Whatever. Um, but yeah, SC Podcast Show. Share it with people. It's cool to see more people listening. And um, just like share it with people who you think would like it. It's a very casual, just chill environment. Yep. Did I accidentally retweet this to the SC Podcast? What did you retweet? Germa's Thanksgiving tweet. Uh, I'm not sure I'm which it. one that is. Let me see. Profile. It's the video. Oh my god. Dude, his ass. All the things that we love to have during yeah. our Thanksgiving feasts. I had plenty of it today. I'm thankful for you. I'll see you soon. He's about to laugh. <laughs> I love that him. Our, the most so recent funny. tweet on this account was me retweeting the SCP Foundation's Twitter saying Pog. That was it. 
<laughs> just pog and i retweeted that on this that was yeah, on that december it, 9th <laughs> we don't i i tried to tweet when episodes went up i could start trying to do that again if people need it but um i do tweet anytime we're missing a week so it's every two weeks on monday and i do try and tweet anytime yeah. it gets delayed or uh skipping a week and now i'm going to put an ad block but it's not going to put one because uh, our provider hasn't given us an ad sponsor in like since we took the highest <laughs> Um, and all the other ones expired, and the last three episodes didn't have one because I forgot <laughs> to put one in. Uh, so there's going to be an advertisement or not? Depending. No. Hello, this is it, baby. Welcome back to another episode of the fucking this thing, Secure Contained Podcast, with me, little Dave and Soren. Yeah, and. Yeah, a little behind the scenes here. Uh, remember when we said we were finally ahead of schedule <laughs> last time? I think we missed like two weeks. Three weeks. It's been three weeks since we recorded. So we missed episode. one episode? No, we didn't miss any because we were ahead by oh, really? a week. I, I, dude, I, I thought yeah. we missed like fucking five. That's, yeah, that's why we're doing this on <laughs> Sunday, the day before. Um, because this would have been when the next yeah. one goes up. Or the tomorrow Word. will be. I think. Or we missed, or it's just going to be off by a week, but I don't think so. I don't know. Um, We are both. We're also both very tired. Um, So this is. But they're different fun types of tired. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas I'm waking up, and I will gain more energy. I got like three or four hours of sleep. It and sleep is in heavy, heavy quotation marks. Yesterday, so. Oh god, I just looked at the episode listing and I didn't realize that for the Cool War basically every episode had a different numbering format because I couldn't bother to check when I uploaded <laughs> Like parts 1 and 2 have a hyphen, part 3 says part 3, and then it says Cool War 4, Cool War 5, Cool War Finale, and I'm like, oh yeah. no. Can you not go back and like change that? I but can. Our, am I gonna? Is, should no. I? Um, because I also don't know what, it, like, I've edited things in descriptions and stuff in the past. I don't know if it updates on the other things or how long it takes uh-huh. to do that. Oh my god. Because I could totally see Spotify messing stuff up if you <laughs> yeah. do that. Okay. Because yeah. Spotify. Alright, so today today we're doing the Three Moons Initiative. Uh, we're starting... Yeah, I teased yeah. this a couple weeks ago with a description with the wrong Unicode emoji, <laughs> but it's... I got super, basically what happened with that was right before we uh, recorded the Tales of the Mr. Collector, mm-hmm. like the night before, I got super into it and read yeah. a bunch of it. And then the day, the next day it was like, I don't know enough about this to organ- to like tell us what we should read first. And then I haven't read anything since. <laughs> so we're just going to go in the order that it is presented yeah. on the hub. So we, we're going to go through the overview and the structure and personnel, and then the goal is to get through the, the top two. Um, skips on there. Yeah, 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 skips. And then we'll see. Because those top two are the ones that I had known about before I knew about this. And then we'll just go through the skips in the next few episodes, and then the tails are at the end. And I get, I don't know how long they are, but I'm guessing, that, I'm hoping that'll only be one episode's worth. But... <laughs> yeah, we fucking said that before. See <laughs> <laughs> yes. how many episodes are in the Cool Wars? Like six or seven of them? Six. Yeah. Fucking case in point. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, what if sometime to get to get ahead, we just like 
set a day aside and recorded six episodes I, of, uh, in a row. I, that's just not going to happen. Realistically, I don't I cannot <laughs> imagine a scenario where that ever fucking happens. Because that implies that implies that we yeah. have six episodes worth of time, like free, specifically to do this. God, that's true. And with me, I'm I'm, I'm uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm eighteen in like two mm-hmm. weeks or something. So, right when that happens, like I was gonna do it a bit ago, but then I realized things are about to change a lot. So I'm going to get a jo- like do a bunch of job applications mm-hmm. right around then. Which means it's going to be worse. To oh, do this. dude, yeah, that's part of the reason why it's already so bad. Anyways, yeah. is because I work all the time. So yeah, I'm going to try and ask, like, see if I can get whoever hires me to be like, hey, could you prioritize a consistent schedule? But I also know that's yeah. not always going to happen. All right. Well, until that happens, we can just be Nothing exhausted and do this shit. So, um, I... we can always find a time to slot in yeah. one recording. Even if we don't, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you want to go through the overview, or do you want me to start on it? Uh, I think there's a quote or something. At oh, the that top. too. Yeah, you can do that one, and then I'll go through the overview tab. Okay. <coughs> yeah. No, Sorry. you're not forgiven. All right. Suffer. No. <laughs> I'm going to be dragged to hell after this episode for that. It's my last. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man! What the fuck? Uh, all four of them are gone. No, I'm not allowed to say that word anymore. That went away after strike what? two. What are you Jesus. talking about? I, I don't know oh, what no. the... Okay, I, I don't... They took away my Who Jesus did? privileges. Who I'm, I'm not following this bit. <laughs> this is it's going, going to, to be, be awful. Good. Just read the fucking quote. <laughs> I just... Because this is like... Okay, just, again, this hub, like, when I got super into it, it was late. Like, this was the thing that I... um was about to go to bed at midnight, and then I started reading it, and mm-hmm. then it was 2 a.m., and I could not process words. Yeah. So, like, that's what we're dealing with. Um, it's cool. So, the top quote. We're not asking you to believe this story. Indeed, skepticism is a sign of a healthy mind. All of us were like you once, with all our biases in science and religion slash lack thereof. You may keep your preconceived notions for now. All we ask is that you remember what you have read here. And when your time comes, when you close your eyes in this world and open them to three moons in a sky of green, you will remember who your guardian angels are and join us. You are watched. You are protected. You are loved. And then three crescent moon emojis. First quarter moons, specifically. Excerpt from a three-moon initiative recruitment tract collected in Baltimore, Maryland. So the overview tab uh, on the hub um, at the top has a group of interests, the three moons initiative, um, couple... And then those th- three crescent moons um, initiative is interchangeable. Uh, there's to the right. There's a flag. It's the flag of the, the three moon initiative. Um, I think I can describe this perfectly. Okay. Hold on. So it is on. There's a white stripe in the middle with three uh, stylized crescent moons in yellow. Oh. On the top and bottom, there are inverted mirror bits of each They're other. They're like spider webs. That are. They're like spider webs. They look like the background of the UN logo removing the world map in, uh, like, a sort of... What's the word? I'm trying to think of the exact color that I had in my mind. Aqua? Aquamarine yeah. and black. And then uh, those two colors, but, like, swapped which one's the background yeah. or not. I think it's projecting I think it's interesting that you can you called those moons yellow, because I saw them a little bit more orangish. orangish. They're like an orange-yellow, um, yeah. 
that would be a better way to describe them because they're certainly not yellow. <laughs> yeah. So it's group of interest number 4019, a.k.a. three moons, children of Jalakura. I'm going to butcher the fuck out of all this stuff. Uh, Dirac now, which is footnote two, rare, pejorative, context unknown. The um, little three emoji uh, thing initiative. There's, There's two, two emoji emojis. initiative. Uh, until and the third harvesting the war. Until the third harvesting war. And then Lunar war. Dawn Initiative, footnote four. Original name changed after the second harvesting war. Uh, I hope that I properly synchronized the episodes because we said that at the same time. And if I don't, it's yeah, going to sound it dumb. it really is. <laughs> Area of Operations, uh, Corbinic Earth Fictional Narratives, uh, footnote five, via uh, which says via SCP-3922. That might be a mistake. That might be no three nine two two. I remember which one that is. Okay, actually, uh, if we do get to a third one, I want okay, to do that one then. instead of going in order because that one's on the other All one. Right. That I recognize. Uh, threat level is orange. Description: The Three Moons Initiative is an extra-dimensional human organization based in SCP two nine two two C, an afterlife also known as Corbenic. The initiative was founded approximately 14,000 years ago for the purpose of establishing organized human colonization and an afterlife. Through the initiative, the sins of the deceased are put through a rigorous judging process and punished and rewarded by a two-thirds majority vote of the Perditian community. Uh, Excuse me. Through the the Humanity Defense Corps, their military branch, uh, they act as a multidimensional security force for the protection of the human race. As such, they monitor Earth. Footnote 6... Uh, it says our planet is known as the multi, the multi, the multiversal in iteration two N of Earth. It is unclear how many parallel worlds fall under initiative uh, jurisdiction, and carry out covert military intervention for its defense, often regardless of nuance or long-term consequences. Organic matter is incapable of leading of leaving Corbenic. As such, the majority of objects associated with the Three Moons Initiative are drones and other machines remote controlled from Corbenic. These objects gain access to our world through a dimensional aperture in the dark side of the moon. While initiative personnel believe that they're operating in humankind's best interests, military overreach, poor communication, issues with internal bureaucracy, and other factors, combined with their disproportionately high military strength to our own, have made them a potential uh, liability to public safety in our dimension. An uneasy, pa- an uneasy peace is kept between the Three Moons Initiative and the SCP Foundation via the Treaty of Cagnazzo. Breach of the treaty is to be treated as a potential uh xk class end of the world scenario oh jesus so if yeah. something goes wrong they're getting fucked i mean up. <laughs> to be fair yeah because i think i think that I, i'm gonna take a stab at guessing why that it's that bad and that's that um the treaty was made but when they discovered the scp foundation and i remember there's something later that we can get to also that they have a lot of info about mm-hmm. the foundation for a specific reason but um it's like if their interest is protecting things, they would rather the skips be destroyed at all costs. Except they also probably don't have the knowledge that some of them can't be destroyed as easily mm-hmm. as uh, it seems. So what they would likely try and do is destroy the foundation and the skips inside, but then they would be more yeah. breach. And uh, also just the foundation's probably like as part of the treaty you have to do your stuff secretly rather than yeah. in the open yeah it's understandable uh cool um next one is the structure and personnel we can just, just alternate off on these little sections if you want to start with this top one I, yeah i just glanced at a um footnote and that's funny number seven i'll get that later okay jalakara of the impenetrable 
also known as the Archdrudgeon, the Great Weaver, the Seventh Prince of Corbenic, and the Holy Sponsor, previously documented at SCP-PC-005. Yalakara is a powerful reality-bending entity native to Corbenic and based out of, quote, the Impenetrable, a web fortress thousands of light years above the sky of Corbenic. Illustrations depict Yalakara as a giant spider with a human face and a beard. Prior to contact with the initiative, Yalakara was worshipped by various tribes of Corbenic as the god of silence, labor, modesty, obedience, and bureaucracy. The initiative regards Yalakara as its patron deity. It supplies energy and resources to the initiative in exchange for worship, service, and having the final word in all administrative matters. I said matters. servitude, but also that. Um, what I didn't said know service. what that <laughs> I mean, That's, it, it kind of works, but enough. still. Um, the central cabal. Uh, or, or also, we're pronouncing it Yalakara. Right, I think that's just what we're gonna go with. I, I I'm just gonna stick two, with that one. Um, intentionally. <laughs> okay. I was gonna try and do a bunch of different ones, but I couldn't think of them in time. <laughs> Fucking jack o' lantern. So I just went back and forth. <laughs> uh, this. Uh, I was gonna try and like do legitimate pronunciation. Yeah. That could work because there's an accent there that I don't think. Jalakara. Is an actual one. Um. So yes, the central cabal. Thirteen human monks dedicated to the jack o' lantern and and granted a share in its reality bending powers. They act as Jacob's advisors in all interactions. I, I, I'm not going to do this bit because I, you're just not going to know what I'm fucking talking about. Thirteen human monks dedicated the, to the Yalakara and granted a share in its reality-bending powers. They act as Yalakara's advisors in all interactions with humanity. Former Foundation research uh, researcher Dr. Janet Spiegel is the only member whose name has been identified. Okay. Uh, next one, Eternal, footnote. The Eternal is purely honorific. An election is scheduled for September of, 13, of 3960. <laughs> Eternal President Gerard Sebastian Yang. Founder of the initiative, commander-in-chief of its army, and dictator of the colonies. Other than the central cabal, President Yang is the only member of the initiative allowed to directly address Yalakara. Gerard Yang was born in Dakar, Senegal, in an alternate timeline of Earth. Having graduated from the University of Chicago with a PhD in particle physics, he joined the timeline's equivalent of the SCP Foundation, eventually becoming the site director of Foundation Base 19. Footnote, Site 19 in our timeline. That's the, um, I think that's the one that people do, like, that's the big one, that people, like, if you can't think of one, yeah. they put it there. Um, that's also, that's also the one that, because of that containment breach, went everything's there that we decided to put there for mm -hmm. our video game. And led to so many people. <laughs> yeah. Containment Breach is so good, but also there's so many people who just do not understand that it's not the source of these things at, or that um, there's it, more. Yeah, that, in, yeah in Containment Breach didn't come first. Though I think that's kind of honestly stopped because I think um, it became it became not super popular. It became like its own yeah. little thing. And then SCP Unity, but unfortunately I think that stopped development Damn. because real life <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh, okay, to avert an XK-class end-of-the-world scenario, Niang broke protocol using an experimental planetary relocation device. There is a tail there. I'm going to check if it's on the Radical list. Radical acceptance. It is. Yeah, so we'll get to that later. even glance at it. Teleporting the Earth to the extra-dimensional realm of Corbenic. In the ensuing invasion from SCP-PC-03 Strider entities, Niang led the remnants of the Foundation, the central government, and other armed factions to successfully repel the invasion over a period of 20 years, the first harvesting war. In doing so, not only did Niang become a hero to the remaining humans, but also won the favor of a local deity, Yalakara, a bitter enemy of the Striders. The resulting partnership between the humans and Yalakara led to the creation of the Lunar Dawn Initiative. As president, Niang remains a controversial figure among the colonists, with many local media outlets accusing him of abusing his power for personal gain. To assuage the public fears of authoritarianism, 
President Nang undergoes volunteer annual humbling sessions. The con- content of the humbling process is top secret, but they are carried out by Yalakara and are said to involve excruciating physical and psychological torture designed to shatter the ego and enforce commute- complete humility. After humblings were formally put into practice, many other media outlets have accused President Nang of inaptitude and indecisiveness. Uh, next is... Bit yeah. too far. Uh, the next one is General Janet Spiegel. Former Foundation researcher, through her death, first contact between Corbinetic and the living world could be established. She defected from the Foundation due to conflicts regarding her husband, Herman Spiegel, and joined the initiative. She served in the Central Cabal for five years until Yalakar found her talents more suited to the Humanity Defense Corps, where she successfully repressed the plot to overthrow the government of Corbenik's Sakhalovai uh, Prefecture. Uh, though the death, which is death, is linked to a tale that's was called "Now Watch and Learn." Here's the deal, uh, and a subsequent capture. Capture is linked to "I'll Be Home for Christmas," uh, another tale. Looks like um, so. Yeah, the death, though the death and subsequent capture of Dr. Isaiah Henderson has uh, quelled some of her resentment. She remains one of the most prominent voices in the initiative government uh, for military action against the foundation. I presume that both of those tales are linked in that list. Uh, one of them is, what was the death uh, one title? The death, that is, uh, now watch and learn, here's the deal. That one is, okay. let me just glance at it real quick to see if it's tagged. Uh, oh no, this one, okay, this one was, um, uh... I think this might just be the author writing a link to one of their tales because I don't see it related to. That's okay. It's Janet Spiegel either. It's it's uh it's pretty short. It's just um it was written for one seven three fest. And. Uh, it seems to have something to do with his death. It's oh these um. Yeah no there is he was exposed to a info hazard that would kill him. Uh, or, like, delete mm-hmm. his mind uh, further down the line. But instead of this, he requested to be killed by 173. Oh, uh, okay. And then... <laughs> you okay? Okay, so what happened at the end of this tale is he took a box of banana peels and dumped them around the statue, uh, blinked, and the statue was on the other side of the room on the floor. Uh, and then he blinked again, and he was... He, um, Unlike the normal, he was bitch slapped twenty seven <laughs> times instead of getting his neck snapped. Why? Because he put the bananas on the floor. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? That's that's really funny, actually. All right, I think. Did you want me to read the last one, or do you want to? Uh oh, I can. Sorry, I'm arguing about uh Wawa. <laughs> fucking what about what uh someone's is saying that a fictional character prefers sheets to wawa and i'm saying i'm going to fight this fictional as you character. should colonel james henson the director of the initiative psychotronics division he was born on iteration 2l of earth as the parallel world counterpart is more pacifist or iteration from 2n Col- cur- colonel <laughs> colonel i used to think that i didn't realize those were the same yeah, word i when think I was everyone kid, did so i used to colonel. like mix them up yeah. And I still just sometimes. Yeah. If I'm tired. I know, I did the same thing. Because uh, if, I, if I see the abbreviation, yeah. it's the worst. 
Colonel Henderson decided most of the initiative drones, including the Limulid series, which I'll click is a SCP. That's the one that we're going to... Uh, it's the first one in the list, which I think was probably the first one that was written for this thing. Having suffered severe psychological trauma from a Strider attack, he has a sadistic attitude towards enemies of the initiative and has been known to break protocol to cause as much damage as possible. Cool. So these are some people that are doing some things. I'm not going to lie. I, I have retained none of this information. <laughs> okay, uh, so the first one that we're doing um, is uh, skip 2578. Um, I can start off with the top of it. Uh, item is 2578. Object class is Keter. Um, the special containment procedures. Uh, global email networks are to be monitored by the Foundation for Indicators of SCP-2578-A. If the counter on a confirmed instance of dash A reaches 24, a response team from MTF IOTA 10 uh, Dam Feds, which is a link to, um, looks like uh, one of the, just that task force specifically, um, is to be dispatched to the location of the corresponding instance of dash B in no more than 10 hours. Uh, over the last two hours, the team will monitor the situation and await further instructions. In addition, the response team will escort one D-class Foundation employee scheduled for termination, the scapegoat, for the purposes of contingency 12-Azazo, uh, along with uh, ampules of low-grade hypnestics. In the case of an in-progress impaler event, the response team is to carry out contingency 12-Azazo as soon as possible. Contingency 12-Azazo is uh, through the use of hypnestics, the response team will implant the scapegoat with artificial memories of assassinating Dash B. Um, the scapegoat will be handed over to law enforcement authorities of Dash B's government. In the case of an aborted impaler event, the instance of Dash B is to be detained and released after amnestic therapy due to the potential for civilians to communicate which da with Dash D. Instances of Dash C are to be uh, excised from global servers upon uh, detection. Um, there is a little plus sign that says 4 slash 2578 clearance required. If you click on that, it says encryption key accepted. Uh, and then under that, it says at this time, due to its location of destructive potential, containment efforts of 2578-D uh, will focus on non-intervention and repeated attempts to negotiate. There's also a uh, little graphic at the top right. Um, it says an instance of 2578-A taken from the email account of redacted. Um, it looks like an email, uh, and where the, the person's name would be, it's the three crescent moons, um, and then it says, uh, on the subject line, it's S-I-C, Semper Tyrannus, and then, uh, minus 41.9484 degrees, which I would assume is some co sort of coordinate. Uh, what are you looking at? Uh, I zoned out. That's okay, you're doing the description now. Uh, oh, what's, I was thinking of the coordinate. Oh, at that, um, the picture at the top right of the page of 2578. The yeah, image? uh, and the subject line. Oh, yeah, probably. It, it seems to be some sort of coordinate. I don't know what that, is. I don't know what coordinate it is, but it appears to be that. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's another one. Did you get the, so you wrote the, the first, like, menu, oh, description. No, wait, I missed it. That's where the description happened. <laughs> That's where you're um, starting. Okay, SCP-2578 is a collective designation for a series of phenomena related to the deaths of at least one, two more digits, the redacted, uh, human subjects since 1995. Prior to death, all victims referred to as individual instances of Dash B share the following political interest. Share the following characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> Dash B was the 
was a political figure or was due to hold office at a future date. That should be intended to engage in all the following political activities at a future gate, date and had the adequate military, financial, and political resources to do so. Ethnic Oof. cleansing, the establishment, continuation, or reinstatement of government-sponsored slavery and or child labor, the violent suppression of peaceful protest and or dissent, war crimes against foreign powers, the establishment of absolute control of the national press, media, and religion. B was relatively opposed to these views and its con by its constituents, and dissent or rebellion was curbed in such a way that had the subject not died, all its plans could have been successfully implemented. 72 hours prior to its death, the incidents will receive a message, uh, dash A, on its primary personal email client. The sender will only be identified by a set, set symbol, three crescents, shared with all instances of dash A. Content of dash A is uh, consistent about the languages. Six, Semper Tyrannis, uh, footnote two, Latin, thus always to tyrants. State motto of Virginia, also notable for its use in assassination of Abraham Lincoln. It's still, just even the real life context of that yeah. is bonkers. <laughs> Having thus always to tyrants, being associated with the assassination yeah, of Abraham right. Lincoln, and is still the state motto of Virginia. <laughs> also, Virginia. Like, that's not yeah. one I would expect to have its state motto be thus always yeah. to tyrants. But, you know, here we are. Rules, though. We're keeping that part when... You, Dude, um, you fucking not, edit this. <laughs> like, I do. I'm not. Well, I don't, edit well, is a loose term. You're the one that puts the audio files together. Yeah. I am the one that uh, processes it so that hopefully it automatically sorts out my keyboard when I'm typing and doesn't have to mm -hmm. manually do that. Uh, six separate tyrannous subjects, latitude and longitude. A number which is 144 in the first message. I never miss my mark. Abdicate and you will live. This part of the message is then repeated in Spanish, French, German, Russian, Ukrainian, Arabic, Farsi, Mandarin, Chinese, Japanese, and Tagalog. No, my bad. After 30 minutes, the message will be resent, but the value of the second number will, de will decrease by one. Once the number reaches zero, an impaler event will occur 72 hours after the initial dash A. Corresponding dash B can stop the count in a variety of ways, including resignation to their post, rescinding of any pending orders that correspond with the aforementioned political activities, surrender to a war crimes tribunal and or resistant movement, and or suicide. Impaler events are characterized by the sudden appearance of a borehole in the targeted instance of dash B, which usually begins at the top of the head and begins at the groin, though alternative locations such as with B429 have been noted. Though these instances bear evidence of a high-powered gunshot, no bullets have ever been recovered from these events. And these holes will appear even when the instance is on an airplane, underground, or in a building, with no damage to the surrounding area. Dash C refers to a set of emails sent to various politicians, civilians, and other human subjects after a successful or aborted impaler event. The content varies and can be personalized, but will usually include a declaration of victory and or words of encouragement, such as this message sent to the synagogue scheduled to be bombed after the election of B249. Uh, Three Crescent Civil is victorious. Ion Lupeshi successfully terminated 5-12-2009. Payment due for services rendered. Abandon your fear of tyranny. Um, hmm. Know that Three Crescent Symbol will always watch over you. Three Crescent Symbol will always protect you. Three Crescent Symbol will always love you. This part of the message is present in all versions. And then that is rep repeated in all the same languages before. Uh, another clearance of level 4 is required. Uh, Dash D is a metallic spacecraft approximately 3 meters in length. It has been identified as the source of all impaler events and uh, Dash A and Dash C transmissions. Whether Dash D is a manned or unmanned spacecraft is unknown at this time. The origin is unknown, but its design is known to have been similar to that of a horseshoe <laughs> crab. It is believed to be an aesthetic design choice rather than to serve a definitive purpose. Various painted decals of the tri triple crescent symbol as associated with A and C have been identified on its sides from satellite photography. The tail can be positioned from three points of articulation. The tip of the tail... 
contains what appears to be a projectile weapon system used to carry out impaler events. The mechanism behind that weapon is not currently understood. In addition to this weapon, it also contains an unknown amount of surface-mounted energy production devices. See incident uh, 2578-1427 for more information. Location varies as it needs to carry out its objectives and avoid detection, but it will rarely descend lower than 4,000 kilometers above the Earth's surface. The propulsion mechanism is unknown. And there's an addendum with some I, of I the examples. Um, uh, so, okay, yeah. um, yes, yeah, so the, the addendum uh, first designation is 2578-B-013. Name, title, uh, it's Radovan Karadzic, president of the Republika Spritska. Um, impaler event occurred 4-19-1996. Notes. Note from Dr. Nysmith, as of 7-21-2008, the current procedures are to take precedent over all former containment procedures. I'm sorry, framing D-class for killing politicians isn't pretty, but our altern alternative medicine guru cover-up after 2578 caused the quote-unquote disappearance of Karadzic, which wasn't just unethical, it was silly. 2578-B-326, uh, uh, Mohammed bin Salman, Deputy Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. Uh, it was aborted for a detailed list of the 230 aborted impaler events so far in Saudi Arabia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Please refer to document 2578-K. And then 2578-B-429, uh, uh, Iowan Lupescu, president-elect of Romania, occurred 5-12-2009. The borehole was discovered through Mr. Lupescu's chest. Uh, eyewitness accounts claim that approximately five minutes before the impaler event, Mr. Lupescu grew increasingly agitated for unknown reasons and insisted on letting his uh, four-year-old daughter ride on his shoulders. Uh, then there is a thing underneath that. This is 5 slash 2578 clearance required. Click on that. Uh, it'll accept it. Um, incident. Uh, there are a couple of different incidents on here. First one is 2578-1427. On uh, 4 2016 after the aborted impaler event of 2578-B-832, the Foundation used the computer terminals that received several instances of 2578-C in China to triangulate the origin of the messages, leading to the discovery of Dash D. Email contact was established with Dash D by the Foundation shortly thereafter, requesting information about its origins. In return, Dash D sent the following. Very interesting. With regrets, I must ignore these irrelevant questions completely and thank you immensely for the indirect access to your database, which is very informative about the impasse I have reached in North Korea. North Korea. For a while, it felt as if I was talking to a wall in the back and forth with Kim Jong-un. But a bronze stell is close enough. A bronze stell uh, is a link to SCP-1427. Um, it seems a more direct approach is needed for liberation. With love, Triple Crescent Symbol. Two hours after the, after the above message was received by O5 Command, 1427 was declared neutralized. <laughs> uh, research into use of 2578 as a means of neutralizing difficult-to-contain SCP objects. That is a link to experimental log uh, T-98816-OC108-682. Or SCP objects of political origin, which is a link to SCP-1679, is pending O5 approval. Do you want to alternate on these incidents? Or I guess this is, there's just one more. So do you want to do this one? Uh, yeah. Containment staff of 14... Right, that's the right one, yeah. Us. Containment staff terminated into a simultaneous impaler event without warning. Emails of apologies sent to the containment staff's uh, families from... This is the timeline of 
1427. Yeah, 17, 15, oh yeah, 15. Then 14 minutes later, uh, D sighted in the stratosphere over Pyongyang, descending rapidly from high Earth orbit. Thirty uh, two minutes later, infiltrates the containment area of 1427, which I remember it's like, um, it's neutralized mm -hmm. as part of the thing. Uh, I, for, I just searched the number 1427. SCP, it's, oh, it's a huge big building that a is... A huge big building. I, I gotta remember, I gotta be specific about it. It, um... Germany and Italy attempted to art to activate it. The USSR intentionally activated it. Um, and then the, the North Korea had been using it. It. Uh, let me just test. Suggestibility, short-term memory loss. It, it's a helpful thing for brainwashing people. Oh, quite lovely. Um, uh, it sustained heavy damage and snapped. And, uh, it begins direct bombardment with projected energy weapons at the end of its tendrils. Uh, a minute later, it sustains heavy energy damage and steps into uh, Dash D begins to retreat, apparently leaving the steel for neutralized. Uh, two minutes later, apparent defense mechanism begins to exhibit higher than usual output of electromagnetic energy, causing irreversible psychological damage to all those who were previously under its control. That's the mm -hmm. 1427. Uh, Dash D returns, latches onto both halves, and rapidly ascends into higher Earth orbit. Uh, and then, like, 20 minutes later, the two halves are seen by a foundation satellite drifting in the direction of the sun. And then at tw uh, 2012, Eight. which is, like, two, uh, two yeah. hours later... Uh, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> receives the following... Yeah, 1753, it's about 18, yeah, yeah, about two hours later. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I just embedded that. Two, two hours, 20 or something. Uh, three crescent symbol is victorious. Regrettably, I cannot stop the steel from delivering its cowardly parting shot towards its slaves. Even so, their current plight is better than life as it had only been a day prior. I thank you for your assistance. Also, I have sustained heavy external damage from expending this much energy in a short period of time. So if any tyrants come up while I'm in auto repair for the next week, I'm afraid I'll have to wait a bit longer. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta work with the schedule sometimes. Okay. Yeah, you know. So that's, that's um, pretty interesting. Um, so I was right with the coordinates earlier. Uh... At the top of the page, which especially makes sense as well, because that's, like, how the fucking laser thing works. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next one was uh, SCP-2922. Um, item number is 2922. Object class is Euclid. Uh, special containment procedure is 2922-A is to remain at Area 2922. At least one uh, Project Corbenic staff member must be ready to answer transfer calls from 2922-A 24 hours a day. 2922-B's uh, research of 2922-C is to continue as a Delta-level priority to the Foundation. Details of the SCP-2922 memetic implantation procedure are restricted to, pro to Project Corbenic internal operations staffs only. Selection for a for a uh, 2922 implanted candidate to take place of 2922-B is underway. Do you want to read this, this description? Uh, yeah. And then after this, I'm going to... <laughs> okay. Alright. 2922 is a method of communication from a human mind to a telephone. Once a human is implanted, they will be able to make phone calls to a pre-established phone number at any time. The method by which the phone receives these calls is not entirely understood, as it does not involve standard telecommunication signals. Uh, it was initially developed by Blank Corporation, initially as a novelty smartphone app. The project was then promptly discontinued when it was discovered that actual telepathy, not the natural electricity of the brain, were involved, and its prototype was never re released. Despite its nature as an app, a random line could be des designated as the destination number as well. Dash A is a uh, redacted brand telephone of a model community seen in office building environments. Commonly seen, not community. Uh, its number is redacted, which is a destination number for Dash B. 
Dashby is a Foundation scientist, Dr. Janet Spiegel, who volunteered to be implanted with it. Dash C is Dash B's current location as of 112514, believed to be an extra-dimensional realm. Addendum 1, Project Corbenic. Do you want to I can do this version? one, yeah. Because there's a couple we can all Yeah, so uh, Addendum 1, Project Corbenic. On 112514, two months into the implant, 2922-B was killed in a car accident. Two hours later, a call was received on Dash A. Doctor redacted. Sir, you have the wrong Dash B. Oh, thank God, you picked up. Redacted? It's Janet. We're not in the mood for prank calls. Dr. Janet Spiegel, Foundation email, jspiegel, uh, one password, redacted, social security number, redacted, redacted, redacted. Not kidding. Am I dead? Hold on, I'm going to have to verify those credentials. Verified. We uh, just got the call. Police said your car got T-boned by a drunk and you were dead on arrival. But if you're reaching this phone, you can't be dead. Car crash? Eh, at least that makes sense. Last thing I remember was trying to drive through some rain. Now I'm naked in the middle of a desert with... Dash B hesitates. Janet? Come in, Janet. Sorry, just, I'm, I'm actually truly dead, and whatever place this is, I'm not leaving ever. I need a while to adjust. I'll, be, I'll uh, update you on my condition soon, I promise, but I need a moment to take it in. I'm warning myself, if that makes any sense. Alright, just stay calm. Get back to us when you can. Good luck. Yeah, thanks. I'll need it. Dash B hangs up. Attempts to trace the call yielded nothing. Didn't one project Corbenic... Uh, I think that's the next one. Is it? Yeah. That's like the next little section, so you can read that. Yeah. Sorry, you need their daily ASMR. Um, <laughs> Is it ASMR if there's... It's, addendum 1. <laughs> I don't think it's considered ASMR if it's if just the, pure silence. If it gets auto-edited yeah. out, or really badly <laughs> auto-edited out. Yeah. I don't know, I didn't even hear anything on my end, so... Oh, so Discord cut it off, so hopefully my thing does too. Actually, hold on, actually, I just realized I can probably use the Discord... Oh, it automatically detects sensitivity, never mind. Uh, whatever. I didn't want Project Corbenic. By the command of the O5 Council, Project Corbenic was started to use uh, 2922B to explore and ascertain the true nature of 2922-C, which is Corbenic, the thing that we talked about earlier. Project Corbenic interview vlog, PCO2. Doctor redacted. What does the sky look like? Dark, very dark. Sea green sky, black clouds, no stars. Doesn't look like it's nighttime. I don't even know if this place has daytime and nighttime. There's a couple moons, I guess. Three white ones. Is there a sun? No, it's just these moons for now. Temperature? Cold. I'd say about 10 degrees Celsius, but there's no wind, so that's nice, I guess. Any other life forms? Negative. No animals, no people, no wind, no sound. Dead silence. The sound of my breath is kind of loud. You can breathe? Yeah, still got my body, or at least a duplicate. How do you feel? Emotionally or physically? The former feels pretty, still pretty awful, to be honest. The latter? I'm not in any pain. I'm not hungry. don't feel like I need to do anything. I... Listen. Can I speak to my husband? I'll have to take that up with 05. Okay, really press it for you if you can. I miss him so much already. Noted. I'll bet he does too. How about this? I'm going to walk a straight line in one direction for a very long time. As soon as I see something other than sand, I'll contact you again. Sounds good. We'll be here whenever you got something. He hangs up. Okay, so the next one is PC-03. You there? Janet, uh, what do you have for us? Some real freaky shit. We're just getting to the base of some mountains. How long since it's, how, how long has it, has it been since I last called? Five days. And I'm not tired or hungry either. That's weird. Anyway, I found another life form, I think. Human? Bipedal, mammalian. That's where the human similarities end. Bigger than the surrounding mountains. Wild guess is about 2,000 meters high. 
Slow moving primate of some kind. They came out of the mountains after I heard some sound like a long, slow drum beat. It's footsteps. Matted black fur all over, only different colors where it's two glowing white eyes like searchlights. I don't think it had a mouth. Anyway, I think I got some kind of information, confirmation that this is an afterlife, if not the afterlife. It stepped on me. It attacked you? More out of curiosity, I think. I just wanted to see how much force my body could stand from its foot. It wasn't angry. Hell, I'd say it wasn't even polite about smashing me in its own stupid little way. You were crushed flat, and you're still talking to us. Every wound regenerates here. Hurt like hell for about two minutes, but my skin and bones just put itself back together in just a few seconds. And where is this primate? It went off into the desert, and it's just as lost as I am. I'm seeing some fire in a small valley. It appears man-made from campfires. People. I see people. How many? Hundreds. Looking in this valley, they're all sort of just huddled up. All of them naked as I am. Some of them are buried waist up in the ground. Where the hell would they do that? Do they appear to be suffering? No, I think they buried themselves. Like, maybe they're at peace with their condition and just want a place to relax. Dashby hesitates. That'll be me soon, won't it? Stay calm. Look, I've given you insights to something you couldn't possibly imagine seeing in your time at the Foundation. I'm only asking in return that you let me talk to my husband. I checked with O5. The only people you are authorized to speak with are Project Corbona personnel. Then hire him... He has an art history degree. I doubt he'd be able to last long in a scientific environment for reasons other than to contact you. Fuck it. Dash B hangs up. Alright. Next is 04. Alright. Uh, let me make sure. I In numbers. Why is it 02? God damn it. Um, good news. Yes. A wagon came to the human camp, driven by a guy in a white robe and a skeletal horse. Says we're being taken to the Elysian Fields. Paradise, basically. Interesting. You don't sound too happy about it. Yeah, sure. Dash B hangs up. Addendum 2. After PCO 4 no further transmissions have been received for seven months. Multiple attempts were made to contact through a phone call. All had failed. Project Corbinic was put on hiatus until a voicemail was recovered from Dash A. PCO 5. Voicemail recording begins. Dash B. This is Janet. I've been following your efforts to drag me down. It helps when you've won the favor of the seventh data expunged. All it took was for me to tell you of a field of reeds where everyone's happy forever and you wanted more. Why? So that you could all have an excuse to die? So you can skip the training and jump right into the mission blind? Cowards. Look, everything was true right up until the Grim Reaper came in a wagon. Even the giant monkey was a f wasn't a fabrication. After that, the truth is much more complicated, and there's a very easy way for me to tell you what actually happens after you die. I want to talk to my husband. If your fear and hatred of civilians trumps your thirst for knowledge and you decide not to follow through, I'll know. And then you'll never know. Dr. Janice Spiegel, advisor to Data Expunged, The Impenetrable, signing off. Recording ends. Um, then uh, PC06, there is 5 slash 2922 access required. Did you want to read this one? Yeah, level 5 access, mm -hmm. I guess. On 6-14-2015, MTF Psy-8, the silencers, raided the home of Herman Spiegel, widower to Dr. Janet Spiegel, after detecting a voicemail from an anomalous source similar to the one received by Dash A. Upon discovery, Mr. Spiegel threw the phone in a wall in an attempt to destroy it and was shot. The phone was unharmed as the voicemail was uncovered. Voicemail recording begins. Herm, it's me. I know you might have doubts, but you are standing in your silk, silly silk PJs looking at your phone like you've just gone crazy. It's 3.45am where you are. This is Janet, and I'm contacting you from beyond the grave. You're not crazy. Now listen carefully, because it was hard enough to send this to a phone that wasn't Dash A and Data Expunged, and, and, 
Data expunged. The impenetrable can only work so much magic. He's friendlier than he sounds. Trust me, we're on a first-name basis. That's not important. Some guys from our Foundation Task Force are headed to our house. They'll be there in less than ten minutes. I can see this. I have some help. This is MTF Psy-8 that's after you. Really Black Ops Foundation stuff. They have a policy of not taking prisoners. You're about to die. Look, I know you're very scared right now. I wish I could be there. Your dead wife is telling you you're about to die, and I know that scares you, especially <laughs> since you're an atheist. But I assure you, there is an afterlife. There are millions of afterlives. There are as many different ones as there are different types of people. I'm in one of the preferable ones, and if you can be here with me if you follow my path. There isn't much I can say about your journey without compromising the whole thing, but you've been preparing for this journey your whole life. You were given instructions along the way, but you didn't know they were at the time. Look back to your most important memories. This is not hell or heaven or purgatory. This is the final exam. There are just a few things to remember. One, never give up. I know you can reach me. You're the strongest and bravest guy I know. Two, follow the moon on the left. Get to the Valley of the Striders. Ask the three-faced tree where the spy went. It'll make sense when you get there. Three, do not do anything that'll make anyone angry. If Strider wants to kill you, let it. You'll regenerate. It's harmless. I think that's their way of saying hello. Happened to me. Things can't die here, but there's something worse. Whatever you do, do not, not get sent back by the Striders or the Eight Data Expunged. Can't say what that is without making it happen to you, but you don't want it. Four, most importantly... Shit. They're at your door. Remember what I told you. Delete this voicemail. Smash this phone to pieces. They must never know. I've got Data Expunged the Impenetrable on my side, and he'll do what he can to help you along the way. For the record, he believes in you too, and that's high praise considering that it comes from a being of his power. I'll be watching. Win or lose, I love you forever. And then following PCO6, Operation Galahad is still in effect, and we'll get to that later. That's one of the quote-unquote tail links, but what it is is it's um, essentially them sending, it's an MTF force being sent into Corbenic through stuff while still while not dying, so they can be woken up and taken okay. back out. Okay, interesting. And there's a lot of, it's like, it's it's where they put the world building for what Corbenic itself yeah. actually is. So I think we have time to do uh, okay, one other one. You, you wanted to do 3922, correct? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the other one. That one might be good to, yeah, it's got a long, like, extended test log of just people going fun. So we can do it, and then for however long we want to, we can do some Whoa. Uh, of the bonus ones. Because the extended log, it, it's, it's one of those things like the 914 test logs, where you can just write something in it. Oh my fucking funny. god, yeah, I was... Uh, so we'll just, so we'll read the, we can read the article, and then just go through there and, like, pick mm -hmm. a couple of them. All right, word. Because it's funny. Uh, do you want to start with this one? Yep. Uh, wait, hold on. Twitter account. What's um SC podcast show? I think SC podcast dot com. I'm probably signed into. I'm on. I'm signed into it on my phone. Why is seductive Sunday trending? Oh Jesus. SNL was trending on both Twitter and Tumblr yesterday. Like, what did they do? I don't fucking know. Like, a specific, a specific, uh, skit, I'm not apparently. sure. I was watching a video earlier about the queerness, uh, represented in Batman and the Joker, and, uh, they were talking about an SNL skit called the Ambiguously Gay Duo. <laughs> um, the Twitter is at SC Podcast Show. That's the Twitter. Our Discord. That's the Twitter. Follow it. Share it with people. Uh, it's not used very often. I even forget to... I mostly forget to schedule tweets yeah. of, like, when things are going mm -hmm. up. I, I'm not even but in our Discord good. server anymore because I had to make a new account. But... It's barely active. <laughs> but we um, have one. I, honestly, the most active thing that happened was someone going in and going, Wow, I'm, it's a shame that the show is over. Oh, dude, seriously? Like a week ago. Yeah, and I was like, hey, we've been putting them out for the past, like, year Damn. again. That's kind of funny. 
Ugh. I think it was because it was bi-weekly. They were like, oh, there hasn't been one last week. Yeah. Yes, they're gone. That's really funny. Or something like that. Whatever. Um, but yeah, SC Podcast Show. Share it with people. It's cool to see more people listening. And um, just like share it with people who you think would like it. It's very casual, just chill environment. Yep. Did I accidentally retweet this to the SCP? But what did you retweet? Germa's Thanksgiving tweet. Uh, I'm not sure I'm which it. one that is. Let me see. Profile. It's the video. Uh, to you all, hope you had a good one today. I thought I, thought I wasn't going to miss this. I thought I was going to get it out there too late. But I'm thankful for you. Let's just get it out there, right? That's why I made this video. I am thankful for you, and I had a great turkey day. Hope you did too. Hope you ate plenty of turkey. Oh my god. Dude, his ass. All the things that we love to have during yeah. our Thanksgiving feasts. I had plenty of it today. I'm thankful for you. I'll see you soon. He's about to laugh. <laughs> I love that him. Our, the most He's recent so tweet on this account was me retweeting the SCP Foundation's Twitter saying Pog. That was it. It was just Pog. And I retweeted that on dis- Perfect. That was yeah, on that, December it, 9th. <laughs> we don't... I, I tried to tweet when episodes went up. I could start trying to do that again if people need it, but... um. I do tweet anytime we're missing a week, so it's every two weeks on Monday, and I do try and tweet anytime it yeah. gets delayed or uh, skipping a week. And now I'm going to put an ad block, but it's not going to put one because uh, our provider hasn't given us an ad sponsor in like since we took the highest. <laughs> um, and all the other ones expired, and the last three episodes didn't have one because I forgot <laughs> to put one in. Uh, so there's going to be an advertisement or not. Depending. Nah. Wow, that was a quick ad. That was wow, that was a very (laughs) short ad. Um, Um, Yeah, so this this is the last one we're gonna do before we end. It's SCP three nine two two. Object class is safe. Uh, Special containment procedures three nine two two is to be contained in a standard containment locker at site fifty nine. Request for usage and research may be forwarded to Director uh, Naismith on the right. Says the end. Uh, there's a graphic. Says the end title card. A footage altered by SCP-3922. There are the three crescent moons. Says the end underneath it. And underneath that, it says, "You are watched. You are protected. You are loved." Description. 3922 is a cylindrical object, three centimeters in diameter and 0.5 centimeters in depth, composed of a nickel aluminum alloy. On one side, the object has been engraved with an insignia of three crescent moons in a row. Research into potential connections with the other SAP we read um, is ongoing, and that's the... The space laser. The, the tyrant one, yeah. On the other, the word reassurance has been engraved. It's purchased in a garage sale in Kenosha. Wisconsin. Uh, which one is that? Wisconsin. By an off-duty foundation field agent on 7-21-2017. It's been described by the owner as some kind of morality filter for TV. After confirming the anomalous properties of the object, the agent turned the object over to the foundation for containment and research. Just just purchased at a garage sale by a foundation guy. God. <laughs> I love sometimes when it's just like, yeah, I just kind of came <laughs> yeah. across it. Because it, it's like, it's either, it's implying, oh, there's a mm-hmm. lot of these slings. Um, and you just find them. Or it's like some, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure BS of, like, the foundation agents are drawn yeah. to them, to finding them. Um, I love it. <laughs> when placed within one meter of a television set or computer, it will significantly alter the content of any fictional films, TV shows, online videos, or commercials, usually through the addition of actors in padded combat uniforms and gas masks. 
These additional elements, classified as dash A, will impede and or punish any and all crimes as perceived by dash A instances committed by the cast. The severity of this punishment is always reflected of the MPAA or FCC rating of the video. Dash A instances are capable of appearing of live action and animated works, often taking on the particular animation style of the latter. Uh, however, regardless of the time period portrayed, they are always in possession of high-powered energy-based weaponry, vehicles capable of interstellar flight, combat drones, and other futuristic elements, all of which bear the same triple moon insignia. At the end of every video, altered title card will play and place the end credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, and then there's um, some examples <laughs> down here. And then you'll read the addendum. And then there's, uh, like we mentioned, there's an extended test log that's one of those things that's just, it's a really fun time to go through because people just add mm -hmm. to it. Like, one of the recent ones is of Half-Life Alex. Um... But there's one in here that I'm going to find while you're reading the last bit uh, that I'll say. But okay. Uh, first video. Pinocchio, 1940. MPAA rating G. Uh, the interference point is the Pleasure Island sequence shortly before the reveal that all the boys have been turned into donkeys. I've not. You haven't, you've never seen Pinocchio? Seen Pinocchio until <laughs> 1940. Not the 19... No. Well, I might have, but not recent enough that I remember it. Uh, several Dash A squadrons raid Pleasure Island from dropships, reconstituting the children's humanity with a sound-based device labeled Tactical Undonkification <laughs> Ordinance. And the coachman is instantly vaporized after a heavy energy rifle bombardment. The film ends ten minutes later after Lampwick is taken to a substance abuse rehabilitation center. The other villains of a film are arrested in a montage. Monster of the Whale is disintegrated by an orbital energy weapon. The Blue Fairy is arrested for unlicensed reanimation of plant tissue. And Pinocchio is informed by a, a tactical child psychiatry associate that the real boy hit is subjected. <laughs> Uh, the Dark Knight, PG-13, during the pencil trick sequence involving Heath Ledger's adaptation of the Joker. I'm assuming that's early in the movie, because there's other points where I think it would yeah. they would come in. Several Dash A combat drones breach the room and quickly decapitate the Joker <laughs> with plasma-based weaponry. The next scene, Bruce Wayne is taken into Dash A custody for 39 counts, separate counts of extortion. Uh, the film ends with Dash A troops announcing their military occupation of Gotham City until law and order can be restored. Uh, uh, the next one is a clockwork orange that? rated R during the rape scene involving... I have not seen the movie, or actually, I think I didn't end up reading the book either. It's cause... fucking weird, man. I didn't know how to feel about it. Yeah, because it. it was it was one of the ones on the table for like a school reading book, but it ended up we did a yeah, different one. I or get something. You. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't like it was long and it confused the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um. Several SCPAs as his break into the room where the scene takes place. Alex and his three other gang members, George, Dim, and Pete, are restrained and forcibly loaded into a Dash A dropship. The scene shifts to an empty field in the undisclosed, presumably midwestern location. As his friend watched, the characters Dim is summarily executed by three Dash A troops with submachine guns. The shooting lasts approximately 50 minutes, well past the death of, past the death of Dim, with the soldiers reloading their guns as needed. The process is repeated with Georgie and Pete. Alex is then forced to consume the remains of his friends and is also executed in the same manner. The film ends after the sequence, which lasts roughly three hours. I, uh, that that just sounds this like just an sounds like movie. The movie itself, anyways, <laughs> like yeah, uh, unnecessarily yeah. long, fucking silent and stupid. Yeah, silent or the one hundred twenty days of Sodom, not rated. Halfway through the film, redacted. See addendum. Uh, there's an addendum talking about it. Uh, the next is all twelve inches, not rated pornography. Uh, from the beginning. A video proceeds as normal, save for the seven Dash A instances who, san who stand guard to ensure that any sex remains consensual. <laughs> Said Dash A instances are equipped with rocket launchers. That's incredible. The best. Okay. Yeah. And the and next. Yeah. The, you can read the addendum while I mm -hmm. search. So addendum uh, level four slash three nine two two clearance required. Uh, notes on SCP three nine two two's interaction with Sallow or the set one hundred and twenty days of Sodom. Uh, that was the one that was redacted. 
Due to uh, 3922 interference, the recording had been extended to over nine hours in length. The four masters, quote-unquote, and there's a footnote as well that says antagonists responsible for the capture or in torture of 18 teenagers over the course of the film. The four masters were terminated by sniper fire from Dash A instances as several squadrons were deployed via dropship to liberate their captives. The scene promptly comes to a desert environment, an anago- analogous to the extra-dimensional space examined by the Foundation during Operation Galahad. Operation Galahad is a link to the tale, Operation Galahad. The Masters, naked and agitated, are intercepted by Dash A aircraft and captured, then taken to a mountainous location following an hour-long travel sequence in which no dialogue is exchanged. The aircraft arrives in a large military staging area of human design, located on a massive crater surrounded by mountains and greenery, and topped with a stone monument in the shape of three crescent moons. Combat vehicles resembling Dash D are seen entering and exiting the facility. Upon landing, the four masters are taken to an... Uh, sorry. Combat vehicles resembling SCP-2578-D are seen entering and exiting the facility. Upon landing, the four masters are taken to an underground storage facility and forcibly submerged in tanks labeled uh, Weeblet, I think it's how you pronounce it, of a semi-transparent blue-green gel. The process extremely painful for the pris- is extremely painful for the prisoners, but no physical harm is apparent. The tanks are then stored in a series of numbered shelves along a large marble wall. The remainder of the film is approximately eight hours of detailed depictions of the prisoners' faces, distorted with pain and agony. The ending card has been altered slightly for this recording, reading simply, You have been warned under a red triple moon logo. Based on these findings, I believe that the connections between 3922, 2578, and SCP-2922, which was uh, Janet, um, should be examined immediately. Researcher Paulson. All right, and then there's the extended test logs, which are just fun. And there's a couple of these that I want to go through. So just to get an idea of what things are, there's... uh... Oh, yeah, no, there's a couple that are denied, like Deadpool's denied because he's aware of narratives. They They denied the passion of the Christ. Uh, I have already forbidden the use of any text featuring godlike beings. Um, I do not want even the slightest risk of Jesus of Nazareth becoming a potential threat. Um, Oh, yeah, the low... uh... So there's a lot of things that just people write. So uh, lo-fi, hip... Lofi, 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 hip hop radio beats to relax study to YouTube live stream. Uh, eight hours into the video, the girl in the video is tapped on the shoulder by an A instance to a survive, causing her to remove the headphones to stop the music out of shot. The instance briefly lectures the girl on the dangers of prolonged work, telling her that while studying is important, doing so for lengthy periods of time can be hazardous to one's physical and mental health. The remainder of the video stays on a shot of the girl's empty desk while quiet snoring and rainfall can be heard in the background. Uh... <laughs> they had one for the Brave Little Toaster. There's down there. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's the. Yeah, I saw that one right above the lo-fi. Down near the bottom, there's um. <clears throat> Zootopia, which I think is. Let me just check that real quick. Oh God, that's a long one. Uh, one was a playthrough of Half Life, oh, yeah. Alex. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the bottom one. Uh, where they, yeah, there's like a when you get knocked. Out. Oh. Wait, I didn't realize there was one at the bottom. Uh, unedited footage of a bear, 2014 TV 14. <laughs> Approximately 30 seconds after the beginning, when the titular footage would normally be interrupted by a surreal advertisement for fictional antidepressant Claradrill, uh, result 10 minutes and 28 seconds of unedited footage of a male grizzly bear with quiet narration by an unseen amateur thing. So it's uh, that's probably some video that I yeah. don't know about, uh, where, where it's not that. There's like weird ads. Uh, but then there's one that I want to do, and it's Blazing Saddles. Um, because this one's... Really funny. Blazing Saddles, February 7th, 1974. 
uh, are interference point after Taggart and his posse raid Rock Ridge. Results. Several SCP-A uh, instances attempt to arrest Headley Lamar and Taggart as the two discuss getting a new sheriff for Rock Ridge. However, Director Mel Brooks, current age as of this writing, bursts through the door bearing a stack of documents. The following exchange ensues. Hold it. Hold everything. Stop right there. Dash A Commander. Part. Wait. Wait a minute. Pardon me. This is... Wait a minute. You're Mel Brooks. You bet your ass I am, and you're all breaking the terms of this contract. Dash A instances are visibly confused. I beg your pardon? Brooks hands the documents to the Dash A instances. They examine the documents th thoroughly, unfolding several pages in various directions. Finally, the bewildered commander of Dash A turns to Brooks. My apologies. We weren't aware of this. Brooks, could you hand it back? I'm not done just yet. Dash A does as instructed. Mel Brooks proceeds to face the camera and hold up a document. Reveals the signatories of several individuals, including the founder of the foundation. Footnote analysis confirms this to be genuine. Brooks, you guys out there see this, right? Know what this means? It means you aren't allowed to conduct ever conduct experiments on my films. Got that? Good. Brooks turns to the Dash A instances. You're all free to go. All Dash A instances leave sheepishly to the confusion of Lamar and Taggart. The film resumes after Brooks leaves with no changes. No. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mel Brooks. Uh, yeah. Oh, they meet the team. Um, from Team Fortress 2. Dude, wait. I, I saw so, one of, real quick, they have two of these. One is, so the first one is, they're both of a recording of Toy Story 2 1999. So the first one is a recording of Toy Story 2 1999 taken at Moving Theater uh, when AI steals Woody. Instances of 3922-A pursue AI in a vehicle resembling a police car bearing the triple moon insignia. AI pulls over and arrested and is arrested for petty theft. Woody is returned to Andy's mother. The film ends. The second one is a recording of Toy Story 2 1999. This recording was taken in a room that was decorated to appear as a movie theater with foundation personnel playing the roles of patrons. Interference point is the beginning of the film. An instance of 3922 steps in front of the personnel holding the camera, confiscates it, reminds them that recording in a movie theater is illegal, and turns off the camera. Uh, they seem to consider the recording of Toy Story 2 as the narrative rather than the plot of the movie being recorded. I thought that was kind of funny. Also, oh, wait, was it a video of the movie theater, or did the thing just appear? In it real appeared life? in real life. So in the first, in the first oh one, it appeared in the movie, and in the second, it it like it just showed up, took the dude's camera, and turned it off. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, uh, and then meet the team. Uh, synopsis, I'm not, uh, synopsis. Red Heavy tells the interviewer about his gun. Results: Stash A instances parachute in and knock out the heavy <laughs> with a shovel. Market garden him. He's then taken into custody for killing Blue without provocation. Uh, so far, nothing unusual. Uh, meet the soldier, tells the platoon of disembodied blueheads about Sun Tzu, invented protected fighting, and proceeded to beat the crap out of every instances animal on the planet. Dash A instances tackle soldiers to the ground, arresting him for numerous crimes, including the, the killing of numerous European civilians, roommating with a wizard without a permit, and snapping <laughs> Tom Jones' neck. Uh, Researcher McCarthy, well, I'm not surprised about the murders, and even the rooming with a wizard makes sense in context. How do they know about Tom Jones? That's only in the comics. Meet the engineer. Uh, all the engineers deploy sentry guns are destroyed by sappers. He's then arrested by uh, Dash A for selling weapons to mercenaries. Uh, I always figured Engie's buildings were kind of illegal. Red Demo Man talks about being a Demo Man and being a drunken tangent. Approximately halfway into the video, Demo Man is arrested for public intoxication and admitted to rehab. Uh, Scout, they tackle Scout at the end of the video, arresting him for assaulting Heavy. And, uh, it, assaulting. While on the phone with his father, Sniper is ambushed by Dash A for his various murders. Um, meet the spy. After the blue spy drops blue sniper's corpse on the table. A dash A instances set the blue scout on fire, revealing him to be the red sky, and allow the soldier to execute him. And then Medic, upon stepping outside, Medic is almost immediately attacked and arrested <laughs> for practicing medicine without a license. Uh, and that's, uh, the note is that, uh, surprising, considering all the stuff he's done, I'm surprised he was only arrested for practicing without a license. And then Pyro, 
Um, immediately tackled from behind by admit, by instances and admitted to an insane asylum. Uh, intermittently cut with seams from the pyro's point of view with a two nine, three nine two two instances of potatoes, cartoonist square blobs. Uh, the first one is um, is uh, is the Lion King. I thought that was a page. Um, the interference port was shortly before the stampede sequence in which Mufasa dies. Um, a result, film proceeds as normal, save for the end credits, including a note after the special thanks section. This narrative has been fully inspected by Triple Crescent, Triple Moon, and we are happy to report that no illegal of hunting of African wildlife has been detected. Note, it is currently believed that the societies that have no interactions with humanity are outside of SCP-3922-A jurisdiction. <laughs> there is also Space Jam. Uh, I'm gonna do Space <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Phil proceeds of a biographical drama of the life and career of basketball player Michael Jordan with no involvement <laughs> from cartoon characters. During a brief scene in a, car- in a coffee shop, a mention is made by a side character of a partic- peculiar news story about a corrupt intergalactic amusement park known as Moron Mountain being destroyed by instances of 3922A. Michael Jordan dismisses the news story as ridiculous. Did you hear about the sequel they For announced? Space I did not know. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear about it being announced, but I saw a commercial that uh, was advertising it's premiering in really? July. And it's with LeBron I saw James, a meme I think. recently, and it was like, did you know that to prepare for his role um, in the hit film uh, Space Jam, Michael Jordan uh, participated in an entire career of baseball and basketball? Mm-hmm. He didn't. Oh, God, apparently the official teaser trailer was that commercial oh that God. I saw. That was that was a highlight of all the HBO Max like premieres that are happening, like In the Heights and The Suicide oh, God. Squad. and. Apparently a Bible movie of the Tom uh-huh. and Jerry. Like, oh, yeah. Apparently that was how they officially announced it. So There's I feel one for the human now. centipede. Uh, but s- Oh, God. Yeah, there's another Star Wars one, which... Um, their paint... Uh, Dash D instances paints the crescent moon decals on... Uh, putting a moratio on former for the experimentation with Star Wars. The possibility that we just gave a previously fictional super weapon, weapon to the initiative cannot be ignored. <laughs> there's... um. Hold on, I just saw. I just found one for Sharknado. Uh, <laughs> Dash A first appears during the freeway scene, saving George. Dash A are armed with boxing gloves instead of usual armaments. After the freeway scene, a Dash A instance will appear whenever a shark would bite someone. The instance will punch the shark. Punch sharks suffer no serious injuries, but usually swim out of the scene rather than attacking. And credits include statements, all sharked by punched by Arma Orin. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just remembered uh, Space Jam 2. I'm sorry, I found a... There's a Barney one. Um, oh, good. But there's... Um, I remember they were originally going to do sequels. They had a couple ideas um, for, like, different sports. I think there was a soccer one. I don't remember what that was called, but I remember there was a Skate Jam <laughs> with Tony Hawk. That was an idea, and uh, Tony Hawk has said multiple times that he would, he was oh, and I'm is sure. willing to do that. Um, but I found one oh, for The Room. God. Uh, beginning of the recording, at the end of the credits, the following note was attached. This narrative has been fully inspected by Triple Moon, and we are happy to report that no illegal slavery or other cruelty towards level 5 clearance required links has been detected. Note, either they're avoiding this movie intentionally, or there's context here that none of us need or want to know about. <laughs> I, I found one for Moana. Um, <laughs> the, the interference point nice. is the scene where Maui leaves Moana on an island and steals her boat. The result, a helicopter with two Dash A instances hovers over Maui. One instance goes onto the boat and picks up Maui, taking him into their custody. The ocean then returns the boat to the island where a helicopter has rescued Moata. I think that's funny. <laughs> There's a lot of really... Oh, Die Hard's in here. Uh, which With a note that I think this might have been better mm-hmm. than the original film. Because I think... 
I no, whatever. I haven't seen Die Hard enough to make. A oh, there's on. a. Oh, see the gunner Christmas comeback crisis. There's a Full Metal Alchemist one, which is. There's a metal. There's a Metal Gear Solid too. But yeah, do the. Yeah, metal the, I used to watch the show all the fucking time when I was younger. Um, episode, so this is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, Episode Four, and Alchemist Anguish, Two Thousand Nine. Uh, interference point, point beginning of the recording a small group of dash a instances appear at the gate of alchemy where they encounter truth an omnipotent being in the show confused at first the instances approach the entity and ask why they have arrived there instead of their chosen destination truth proceeds to explain that all set events occurring in reality are governed by strict laws of exchange reflecting the show's major themes of equivalent exchange regarding the rules of alchemy and that even if they were they were to prevent harm from occurring, this would ensure that equal suffering and injustice would transpire elsewhere, ultimately making their efforts pointless. The scene then cuts to the instances leaving, appearing dissatisfied, testing with the original 2003 episode produced near identical results. That's kind of funny. <laughs> they just, they showed up, tried to fucking deal with it, and they were like, ugh, alright, I guess not. Oh, okay, so there's two of them that I, uh, so, uh, Delta Room mm. Chapter 1. Uh, interference point when Chris sees Susie eating chalk. A dash A instance is rendered in the gate's art style. Le- appears to lecture Susie on bullying and e- eating non-edible items. Susie basically ignores this lecture. Chris and Susie still enter the abandoned classroom and still fall into the dark world. All plot from this further point is completely <laughs> unchanged. Uh, when they when the, when the they emerge from the dark world, the epilogue within the town is unchanged, except for the notable absence of sand. <laughs> oh my they God. got him. They took hey. him out. Um, and then uh, Cats 2019. Uh, McCavity is app- apprehended after his song by three dash instances. One of them starts listing the laws he's broken as he's taken to prison. This list continues uninterrupted for 3,805 hours and 33 minutes. McCavity can be seen eating, sleeping, and using the provided litter box during the time. After the instant stops, McCavity said, I wasn't there for any of those. The instant shoots him. The rest of the cat is not seen after the, in- the cast is not seen after the <laughs> interference point. <laughs> I found... Uh, Thank you for forwarding this absolute goldmine to legal. Thus far, in addition to laws from Corbenic and every publicly known current and historical civilization, we now have evidence of the legal systems from three-digit uh, redacted number, unknown non-anomalous civilization, two-digit known and two-digit unknown other anomalous ones, as well as three-digit laws which are directly mimetic, cognitohazardous, or otherwise anomalous. However, we would be happier if we hadn't seen Idris Elba death. <laughs> I found one for Kung Fu Panda. Um, the interference point was when Poe uses the fireworks cart to get into the Jade Palace to see who gets crowned as the Dragon Warrior. Result, Dash A instances attempt to apprehend Poe for using fireworks without a license, but are immediately stopped by Master Ugwe, who tells them to respect the new Dragon Warrior. Dash A instances apologize and leave. Same squadron of 3922 instances raids the Korgom prison to only get stopped by a ghostly figure of Master Ugwe, who tells them that the Dragon Warrior will take care of everything. He must do so as it is to his fate. No changes for the rest of the movie. And messages say, We do not change fate. Carve your own path. Three crescent moons. It appears from this test that the three... And it's just basically saying you can do it for anthropomorphic shit. Um, uh, subject, a recording of a playthrough of the online social deduction game Among Us done in a private researcher-run server. The playthrough in question ended with an imposter victory. Unrated. Interference point beginning of the playthrough. An additional player with the handle Three Moon spawns in at the start of the playthrough with a black spacesuit and a gas mask cosmetic consistent with masks worn by instances of Dash A. The game proceeds as normal until the first body is reported, with the Dash A instance appearing to follow the imposter just out of sight before catching them in the act of killing and immediately reporting the body. In the resulting meeting, the Dash A instance attempts to argue in favor of the injecting correct of ejecting the correct imposter, writing that they caught them in the act, but is ejected after the imposter replies, Black kinda sus, NGL. 
The imposter is struck with what appears to be several dozen Impaler events from all directions following the end of the meeting, after which the recording ends. I also found one for Cannibal Holocaust, uh, which is an actual movie. Um, have, you, have you ever heard of that? It's, I've there, heard there of basically it. just like a lot of... It, it was like very poorly ethically made. There was a lot of issues in terms of the filming of it. Um, result, uh, interference point is unknown. Result, a still image of the Three Moon Initiative logo covered the screen with the phrase... Uh, this looks like Latin, um, or is, is Italian, I'm sorry. Lasciate agni sperenza voi entrate, which I butchered the fuck out of. Uh, it's Italian for abandon all hope ye who enter here. Examination of audio revealed there to be retching, gunfire, sobbing, and various people speaking and yelling in Italian. Several still frames were found upon examination of the footage, depicting redacted. At the end of the film, a recording of the trial of director Diodato is played, though all civil servants are replaced by instances of Dash A. Diodato is cleared of murder charges, but later found guilty of animal cruelty. As punishment, he is subject to data expunged. There's a note. This is Jesus. That was brutal. Research your goodwill. For all animal lovers and the personnel, please don't watch this tape. You've heard of what happened to the animals when this was being filmed. I cannot stress enough that it isn't much better here either. If anyone needs me, I'll be scrubbing my eyeballs, metaphorically. <laughs> Do you have one that you want to end off on? Yeah. Nah, there's a bunch. I think someone should write a Friday Night Funkin' one, but I don't know enough about the game to say <laughs> what. I like that what. among this one. That was kind of funny. <laughs> it's... Yeah. <laughs> Rage right. quit. Okay. Uh, word. So, we will continue uh, this in the next episode or two, um, depending on how much... Oh, hold on. There okay. is one that I want to do. Oh, wait. There's a... Uh... Okay, it's recorded through a different SCP... But I don't think it's... I don't know. Uh, oh, no. This So they... Uh, so it's recorded through this SCP that I don't know what it does. Let me see. Hold on. It's a DVD copy of The Sopranos. Uh, they denied The Sopranos. Oh, it's a Sopranos that you can um, move the camera around just, like, mm -hmm. in general. Wow. Was that it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's It's like, you can go to anywhere in the world with this camera or whatever, but um, there's still things like the main character's voices are louder when they're talking to people so that you yeah. can hear them. Like, uh, But they said over cold oh, dead body. body. Probably because it's the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Italian. I wish, I wish Italian people were real. Where's the... Hold on. I gotta... I gotta grab the image. I, the Sopranos is so good. I wish Italian people were real. And Soren is in the process of attempting. We're to gonna end. Movie. Yeah, we can end. That's we're gonna end while I find this image to send to you. I mean, I won't be able to show it to other people. We can. But, um. Yeah, this was good. We did a little bit extra because. <laughs> Haha. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. We'll. We'll. We'll probably do the rest of the, or we'll try to get through the rest of the skips next time, and then we'll, um, well, I, you know, I say that, but I don't actually know how well that's gonna go. We'll, we'll do the rest of the skips, and then we'll start doing the tales. We'll do a bunch, we'll do more yep. things next time. And then eventually we'll get to Galahad and the tales yep. and whatever. Uh, until then, we will see if uh, we fucking end up <laughs> doing this all last minute again, or if we end up getting backlogged. Who knows? It's always we'll a toss-up. We'll figure up. it out. Uh, I gotta edit this and then <laughs> right, show. Um, yeah, guys, we will see you all in the next one. Uh, that's all from us for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.